everyone, and welcome to episode number 64 of the SpoilerCast. I'm your host, Dan, and I'm joined here by Tristan. Oh, I haven't thought of anything. Vera. Hey, guys. And, and, Patrick. I was hoping you would say Barboza. <laughs> <laughs> sadly, sadly, Ryan cannot be here, as he is currently attending a World Peace Conference. No. Having Pat here is fantastic. Yeah, it's been a long time. Because now they have somebody for sports stuff. That's right. <laughs> we we, mean, we yeah. basically had a, a podcast worth of sports talk just before this, so we've gotten it out of our system. We, we, probably we, not. That's probably what you not. think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, because you did a bad on baseball. We're going to talk about that uh, full-court press at the Battle of Winterfell. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, thanks, Pat, for the segue. We are today talking about, I can't believe I'm saying this, Game <laughs> of Freaking Thrones. Game of Freaking Thrones. The series has finally come to an end. It has. Um, and even though it has finally come to an end, it feels like it came to an end too fast. It so a, the, It was a donkey's end, but yeah. it was an end. <laughs> yeah. does, does anyone else feel like the internet has gotten significantly faster now that it's over? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just just watching the the um, the Reddit thread for the final episode was an adventure. Oh boy! Yeah. Are you a free folk person? Uh, no, but I uh, I was getting live uh, feed from a friend of mine who was a free yeah. folk person. No, my my ex is a big free folk person, and yeah, she was she gave us the whole um, she gave us the whole scoop on on how it was going down on the internet. Um, but I mean, not that even did because I. Uh, the interesting thing, like we're the, meme, built, the memes built, are pretty dank. The memes are really <laughs> dank. No, How dank are the memes? My, all through my feed, like because of course I'm a big nerd, um, and I'm friends with many different types of nerds. One thing is it seems to unite many different types of nerds, for whether it's writing nerds, fasty nerds, gaming nerds, whatever is Game of Flipping Thrones. Yeah. And then people who aren't even nerds like it because it's what it was a good show. And then yeah, it's just like and there are boobies. Yeah, and there are boobies. <laughs> so we're in a fascinating position because all four of us at the table have read all of the books that have come out. Yeah, and we've been waiting for. Don't a turn long off the podcast. Time. Yeah, for a long time. Yeah, don't worry. This is going to be the comics were better. This is going to be a bit, bit more of a dive into the show. Yeah, we might reference the the books, but um, yeah, I will say I was not part of our free folk, but I was part of our Brand wins the throne <laughs> before the finale, and I'm glad to say that yeah. We wow. chose right. Freaking Westerosi hipsters. <laughs> <laughs> it should be noted that though this is called the spoiler cast. Yes. Um, and mm-hmm. Tristan has now spoiled the biggest thing of the whole season. Of the of the TV show, of not the TV necessarily show, the not books. Ne- probably the books though. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised with yeah. books. I but... never would have expected two scoops of raisins to sit on the <laughs> Iron Throne. Right. Well but can well, we can we appreciate can we appreciate that uh <laughs> Jamie that Jamie's Kingslayer instincts were so good he tried to kill the king back in the first season. Yeah. Oh, snap. <laughs> uh, literally, because that's what happened when he hit the ground. Right! <laughs> okay. Jamie, Jamie's the ultimate Kingslayer. It's true. Yeah. He didn't uh, even know! <laughs> but, I, but just to point out the thing with the books, because I do think it's cool that four of us are book people, yeah. and I do feel that you know book people sometimes do look at the show a little differently, and this is, I agree with Dan, it's going to be focused on the show, mm-hmm. but... It is an interesting situation that now, that basic for the first time in pretty much ever, 
Westerners got to experience the anime overtaking the manga. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And how that has happened, and seeing how that's happened, and like, I mean, I'm not a huge anime person, but I have watched Full Bell Off. I was just going to say. (laughs) You mean the series where we had to create a whole nother series? Well, to actually follow this. Did you see effect. the ending? I'm surprised there wasn't a petition. <laughs> Hughes! You are the best character! Such a proud papa! Please rewrite the end it of Full Metal Alchemist. Not Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, that's fine. No, but, it, it, but at the same time, it's like, you're in a position where if you love the story, which I've loved it for, like, I remember being so excited when... They were talking about a show, and like even before I heard that he'd been cast, I was like, "Wow, it would be great if they got Peter Dinklage to be Tyrion." And it's like, he's Tyrion. It's like, it's gonna be good. Yeah. <laughs> and for a while, it was one of the best things I've ever seen. And then, but, then he was the uh, the ghost, the, the ghost from Destiny, and everything was that wizard yeah. came from the moon. Jeez. So I will say, I've actually, I actually have not seen any of the uh, seasons of Game of Thrones before it started melding with the books. Actually, so I only watched the last few seasons of the show. So mm. there might be some takes that you have that are that which, y'all have which, that are which is better. fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty faithful up yep. to a point. What season? Once it became unfaithful, four? that's when I started watching the show. Yeah, <laughs> the that? season that started bridging with I think the fourth and fifth, four book or five. Of it. I think yeah. the, the first yeah. big change was the was at the end of the was after the red wedding. Yes, was the was the one was uh, Lady Stoneheart, which supposedly Gurm was very upset about. But What's your it's idea? it's TV. You you only you can only have so many characters. You can only have so many storylines. Can uh, we also talk about how salty both Gurm and a lot of the cast seem to be about the show? Yeah. Except yeah. except Sophie Turner and Kit Harrington. Yep, uh-huh. they're pretty happy right now. They are. They have had it with the petition talk. Mm-hmm. They have had it with the fandom. Yeah. <laughs> Amelia Clark seems like not a deuce. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no, she's she's. Mm. Neither her, her, is Peter Dinklage for yeah. that matter. Sophie yeah. Turner has really, I mean, not only, I mean, she hasn't. She's like the the queen of the north, which is which is cool now, and she's in a relationship with Joe Jonas, which gets her into all these basketball games where she chugs <laughs> alcohol on the jumbotron, which is really cool. So anyway, <laughs> actually, completely. You know, out of left field, but I think she looks really good in Dark, Dark Phoenix. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm but not... Just from the clip, she yeah. looks she looks good for it, and she's a good actress. That's yeah. all I'm I saying. Mean, like, I I appreciated the last X Men movie, what she was in. Um, mm-hmm. I I enjoy I, I enjoyed that. Even like it got ripped apart by people, but it, those the last two X Men movies have basically given me everything I've wanted from an X Men movie. <laughs> like, are they objectively good? Maybe not. Do they give me what I want? Yes. So and they are definitely better than the previous X Men yeah, movies. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Are you talking about down. First Class in those? Those are great. Yeah. No, First Class is a great movie. First Class is but amazing. But then Days of Future Past is a shit show, but I love it. I like well, that one. And Apocalypse is a shit show, and I love it. Yeah. Well, Days of Future Past is a shit show because, dear God, we had to get rid of the old movies. We had to do everything in our power. To make sure that X3 The Last Stand no longer exists. No more Deadpool, please. No more bad Deadpool. Yep. But yeah. um, I think this I think this actually segues pretty well yeah. into uh, the Game of Thrones talk, talking about an actress or an actor that looks really good uh, for the part and acts really well, but it's written poorly. poorly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So who wants to recap what 
happened in season six of Game of Thrones. Season six? Sorry, season, season eight. eight. Oh, season okay. six was great. Season six had like an ama- the one of the best episodes of all time of anything. Which one was the that? The finale of season six where you see R plus L equals J and the oh, set yeah. blows okay, up. Yeah, yeah. And, yep. which, and, which the, and it's fly. R plus L equals J ends up meaning nothing. Well, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> so season right. six is basically when they ran out of George material. I think. You think yeah. so? Yeah. I think yeah. season six is where they ran out of like the big George, uh, the big George beats, because that's when Which she's crossing yeah. the sea. That's when they're crossing the sea, mm-hmm. and that's also where like you get the payoff of like who who John's parents actually are. And then I think from there they just had not as much material to work with, and the stuff they did have to work with, I think. And we can get into it, but I think it was focused on stuff that they were less interested in. Yeah. They kind of had to wing it a bit after that. Yep. And Do you think so? Because I'd be inclined to think that Germ actually had, like, the very okay, high Dan. level... It's okay. <laughs> had, the very le- <laughs> had the very high level, like, ideas in mind and told them those. This is what so, we want to get to, right? So he, no? he's already said that the books are going to be different. Oh. George R. R. Martin has said that well, the books... Well, they, what about the what about the high level things? things? They they can't help it based right. on based on the different characters that are just not there, mm-hmm. the characters that are still alive. Right, exactly. True, um, so, but like the high level stuff. So Bran becoming Bran becoming the king. I think uh, that's probably happening. Yeah, right. Think, those those sorts of things. John moving back. To and the I don't north think there's anything wrong with that. No, I no, think no, I no, think no. what happened yeah, is I, the mess. Getting to it. Yes, mm-hmm. I agree. I I, I, I totally agree. agree. That I, there I, should have been at least another season's worth of development, or just eight episodes. Because yeah. let's be real here. This was um. There you was, mean a season's worth of development? Oh oh. oh. <laughs> but there was like six episodes for season seven, and then another six for season for, for season eight. <laughs> that if the most of the other seasons have been ten episodes, if you just have add four and four. You get perhaps the breathing room mm-hmm. you need to make it happen. But, and but Bera, they were longer episodes in some cases. Yeah, that was bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> when they said that, I thought we're gonna get an hour and a half episode for each one. I thought we were gonna get a small yeah, right, movie each right. one. Mm-hmm. No, you have things that are twelve minutes longer and then twenty-two minutes longer. Yeah, and it's randomly, randomly, like, yeah. No, that was that was the like that, someone the, fell asleep in the film cutting room. Yeah. My, <laughs> my my thing was like watching the whole season play out it was like so, because it's only you know it's only six episodes it's been a lot of talk about it you know how long they're going to be you know who's directing them blah 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 some of the stuff was like why are we talking about this right now why are right. we in this room for 15 minutes we have no time and then the other stuff was like why is Bron teleported to Winterfell or wherever he was oh, yeah. and is talking oh, the to these people fast traveling is ridiculous well, yeah. to, to be master of coin Dan right <laughs> To make the sellsword be master of life. <laughs> like, we also, like... Well, like, season eight, like, completely removes the, you know, the king as a threat. Right. Just like, no, no, he's here. He's finally here. He's got his... Let's, let's, oh, build, up, let's build him up for seven seasons. Let's and... build him up for seven seasons. Oopsie-daisy! So, two things about the whole... About the night. I'm glad you brought the Night King. So, season... Episode three was, to me... The end of episode three was, to me, where things began to go downhill. And yeah. That's mm-hmm. exactly, and the reason I say is that, like, and a lot of that was because where it was positioned. Mm-hmm. If episode, if everything had basically happened in episode three, happened in episode five, I would have been like, okay, this works. Yeah. But, and including, like, them doing, like, the twist with, like, Arya assassinating the Night King. 
I thought that was really cool. Right. Like, had that been at the right point in the storyline, that would have been great. But, but as it is, it makes the Night King just this unsatisfying... It's like, um... Like, like Dooku in episode right. two. Yep. Yeah. Episode three. I'm sorry. He's he got all this build up on yep. episode two, and then he gets killed in the first ten minutes of episode three. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. And then it's just like, and when that happened, I was like, oh my gosh. And are they really just going to make this all about and, and Snoke politics? Yeah. I, I'm really glad you brought brought up Star Wars because I'm going to talk about Star Wars. I'm going to sit down my open Pandora's box. I'm going to rip that shit open. But like yeah. it, the the TLDR of the whole season is. Nothing look matters. at all look at all this character development that we've so carefully put in and it it's gone. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's gone. <laughs> I just don't think we had enough time to get there, which is I think what Barrow was saying mm-hmm. earlier too. And that like, was of their own right. fault. Right. Yeah, it was their own fault. HBO wanted them to extend this as long as possible. Let's keep those mm-hmm. subscriptions rolling, baby. <laughs> they were begging us to keep subscribed. Now now granted there are situations in media where uh splits are needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which that comes to mind immediately, and this is a hell of a throwback, is when Bungie left Halo. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was a split that needed to happen. Mm. Oh, yeah. As far as Game of Thrones is concerned, it was too soon. Mm-hmm. It needed to be either handed off to somebody yep. in the like Doctor Who style, or it just needed to be given the proper treatment. The fact right. of the matter is, is is that I think D and D were tired of Game of Thrones. Um, uh, Dave Benioff and DB Weiss. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, sincerely, Dungeons and Dragons be... were super tired of. No. Yeah. But de- but the, the showrunners and the creators were t- I think tired of it and they wanted to do the next Star Wars movie, and I feel that they just want to like wrap it up and get yeah. done with. And to me, and that I think... never serves media. No. Never. And I feel no. that that was a tremendous mistake because. I don't care what they do with Star Wars. It's and that like this is going to be their legacy. <laughs> I will tell you, if the romantic scenes in the new Star Wars trilogy they write are as bad as Ooh, as, right. as any scene with all two right. characters on the screen, all right, we've, we've brought up. I don't like sand. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. So so Force. so Star Wars has been brought it up gets by, everywhere. So Star Wars has been brought up by two other people. May I get out of my Pandora's box? Quickly, sure. quickly. Okay, okay, hold on. <laughs> Smaller than I thought. <clears throat> hey, Game of Thrones fans! It's bigger on the inside. <laughs> hey, Game of Thrones fans! Now you know how Star Wars fans felt after Last Jedi. Hey, hey, how does it feel Tris. having something you loved and followed be rushed, all the character development forgotten, uh, and put to an unsatisfying conclusion? Tris, I will say this: I would potential. I would not actually. I would not actually give a testicle to have Rian Johnson finish Game of Thrones, but I would consider it because I think he would have done Ryan a fantastic Johnson job. Ryan Johnson is a fucking hack who didn't care about the movie he made. Uh, Ryan Johnson made a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> the, the problem here is I think we're split because I think you and I both enjoyed The Last Jedi. I love right? The Last my, Jedi. So my caveat that I have said for a long time yeah. about that movie is that it is a pretty good movie, but it is not a good Star Wars yeah. movie. Yeah. So so my problem with Ryan Johnson is that Ryan Johnson has said that there are no problems with that movie. He that is, he would change nothing. He is wrong. And now that Episode Nine has been announced, they've announced they are already retconning things that happened in Last Jedi. And Ryan Johnson's response was, I'm fine with that. Because he didn't fucking care about the movie he made. I he cared about pissing off the fans... 
and he made a challenging great expectations finger quotes. He made a great movie. <laughs> I think he made a fucking pile of steaming garbage I, that careened into a cliff. I yeah. think he made a. Yeah. I, th- I thought he made a great movie that really opened up Star Wars, and I hope yeah. that there actually aren't many retcons because I feel. That he actually made it so you can make Star Wars viable. He I, I did think, the severing it from the Skywalker line, yeah. which is what you need to do to make a truly right, long-lasting franchise. But, but that shouldn't have been episode fucking seven following up Force Awakens. Force Awakens set up a lot of stuff. I don't care about J.J. Abrams and his boxes. I think J.J. Abrams is a hack. I like that an actual writer yeah. told a story yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> just to repeat the refrain and explain it a little further. <laughs> yes, Pat. Good, good movie. And I love you, Trist. I good just think movie, you're wrong. <laughs> but in the grand scheme of things, of Star Wars and everything that we do know already, like, for instance, the um, the sl- uh, slip space, the, uh, the chase... That is in the center of the entire film. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird. It's the most boring starship chase ever. And it's just two ships on the screen. Which just, yep. you know, would work if it wasn't like the vast counter- counteracted by everything else that we've seen in the right. series. Not to mention the fact that the rebellion is completely fucked at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Not to mention the fact that every bit of character development that happened in Force Awakens is basically destroyed in that movie uh not to mention the fact like here's the thing is that ryan ryan johnson on its own fine right if it was its own separate movie you have 30 seconds when this thing hits a 20 second mark i'm cutting you off (laughs) all right game of thrones all right that's 20 minutes then so so if you wanted to give ryan johnson a star wars movie it should not have been a mainline star wars movie it should have been jj abrams because jj abrams started this trilogy and he's ending this trilogy he should have control of the middle but they didn't do that with the original star wars trilogy either there were different directors throughout the series if there's gonna be a trilogy it should be george lucas through and through no matter how bad (laughs) that Tristan, time's up. Time's up. Most of my time lost to everyone else laughing. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. They're censoring me, you people. Hear me? The Jedi was bad. The Jedi was bad. That might be a bit. That might be a bit blown out. everything you just said was wrong. (laughs) No, I. That that was. I, I, I play devil's advocate very well. <laughs> I, I will say that them bringing uh, Lucas back for episode 9 does not fill me with joy and hope. You mean Abrams, right? No, Lucas. Oh. Wait, Lucas? Yes. That's terrible. Lucas is coming back to work on 9. Roger, no. Roger. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. No. That's what I mean. Can we Is all that... disagree that's a bad idea? Yes. Be- no, it's because of the shitstorm that was Last Jedi. Yeah, no, that's because of people throwing fits about a good movie. Yeah, and yeah, then they're yeah, bringing yeah. back the bad creator. Speaking of people throwing fits. Let's go back to Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they should have given... It so given out of character Johnson, for me to be the like, one who brings us back. Yeah, they, yeah. No, they should have given Johnson like a prequel, like a... Like a um, Knights of the Old Republic movie, but not a sequel to Force Awakens. So, maybe Game should, of Thrones. Maybe they should just do a movie about Chewbacca's family. Oh, that was called the Christmas special. Yeah. <laughs> that was the joke, yes. Oh, I love yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> so, one of the... But in terms of the... Uh, but yeah, in, in terms of like the, that, that episode three, where then it was like... I, it was cool, and I was like, wow, is it really just going to be about the politics of it? And I was filled with dread because I didn't think they had a... I do believe that whatever George 
is actually writing in the Game of Thrones books. The okay. Long Night. I was, I was is about to be... say, wait, are we still talking Star Wars? No, no because <laughs> you talked there, episode there three two, of George. Two books left, and he's hinted in the past that there might have to be a third. Mm-hmm. Yes, but as of right now, we know of two titles: The yeah. Winds of Winter and A Dream of Spring. Right, which and, are great titles, in my opinion. No, yeah, they're, they're great titles. I mean, let's be great cl- titles. Let, great title, George. We'll never finish the freaking book. <laughs> no, well, let's let's be clear here. If you haven't actually read the books, um, they're really good, and it's because he's a really good writer. <laughs> And I think that the problem is, oh, and I think the problem with these the seasons is that they haven't. I think D and D are good showrunners. I think that they do are not very good writers, I, and I think that they working off a better writer has helped them. And I think also to a point that we made earlier is that they were at a point where they didn't want to give the show as much love and care as it needed. Yeah, no, they wanted to get off and do Star Wars, but like the fact of the matter is that Game of Thrones is something where. It's a it's a worldwide phenomenon. People love it. It deserved better than this. Yeah. It deserved it care and time and people finishing it like this is their yeah. passion and project. If, and if yeah. it's no longer your passion project, hand it off to Rian. You Johnson. need to hand it off to. <laughs> hand it I'm, off I'm to just I'm, else. I'm motioning. You guys can't see it because this is an audio only podcast. But I'm motioning. <laughs> I mean, they, they probably see the audio every time yes. you cover your mouth. Somebody with your hand by accident. Yeah. Somebody who actually does care about it. Um, right. And who really does want to make it, though make it the finale? It's like I'm, you know, I think of another the finale, another great property in uh, in, in Fantastic you know, Star Trek: The Next Generation. You know, that had a great finale to it. But one of the things that made it really good is that Patrick Stewart has consistently mm-hmm. loved the character. Yes. He's consistently put time in it. I am so pumped for Star Trek: that, Picard. That I series, wish... that series also got a lot better after Gene Roddenberry's hands were off of it. True. Uh, but the thing is with that is that like for those of you playing the home game the creator of Star Trek yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it took me a second I was like the well, creator of the Twilight Zone well, have, have, have you heard no the... Rod Serling can do no wrong well, no, have, have, have you heard the horror stories that were like the first season of Star Trek TNG he, he pro- uh, I heard he just he tried to meddle with everything he tried to meddle with everything um, welcome he back had, Patrick he had very specific like demands for stuff like costuming that made the actors' lives fucking hell. Which is just like George Lucas, who did Star Wars, but we're talking about game. No, yeah. back, to, sorry, back to Game of Thrones. But yes, I do wish that there had been someone who like had the kind of Got care and love for the pro for the property that it deserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, because yeah, trying to f- and I do think that the Long Night, which is this war between the Night King, this big. Frost zombie in the, uh, which, in the show, which was and... built up to be something yes. that took yes. Yes. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the whole point: is that it was supposed to be the worst winter in forever. Ever. Right, right. And this is this mythical thing that they talk about in stories that they tell the children from the first episode, mm-hmm. just about for seven seasons. Oh yeah, yeah. In, and even in the books, and then and in the books the they're like, in the yeah. books they're like, no, no, no. We've had like the longest summer ever. You kids are in for some rough shit when and winter is. There are hits. memes about it, my sweet <laughs> summer child. Right. <laughs> and then it just poofs. Yep. Yeah. Literally. Oh wait, wait. I'm sorry. That's the episode I couldn't see because it was too dark. 
No. Oh! Oh! No, the, the, Did you see the cup, though? Uh, um. <laughs> no, you mean I, the, the Starbucks cup or yeah. the water bottle? Yes. So, <laughs> I, the water bottle is egregious. The water, a- after the Starbucks cup, you would have thought they would have scoured right. every frame of data. Yeah. And even, no, no, yeah. it was it was, it was was in post. They didn't care. Yeah, and like, even, even the Starbucks cup is like, how many takes did you guys do of this scene? Without realizing, because because you watching it's oh it's there that's a gas, I, but you don't see the behind the scenes stuff where it's like no 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 you did like probably forty takes of different angles and different takes of each shot and each angle to get this scene right, and no one noticed the Starbucks cup in all that time. And no one did. And at what point, as outsiders, do we have to take away uh, our limiters and just say that something like that just shows how little care was given to this right series. right right at the end right like you want to say oh it's just you know you don't know what it's like it was a schedule and you know it was crunch time and you want to give them the benefit of the doubt but at what point does benefit of the doubt stretch to as far as you, know, like you can say six episodes had to squeeze it but they were given an opportunity to do more. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll move on to that. Oh, Starbucks cup. Well, it was probably a tight schedule. Oh, water bottle. Jesus freaking Christ. Right. <laughs> and, and, and to put all this Throw in... me a bone here. And to put all this in perspective, let's not forget this is probably one of the most highest grossing... Right. Most prolific and beloved TV series... Because we all know that Avengers Endgame is now the single greatest box office match. Um, more on that later. More on that later. And it's um, odd because it's a fantasy series too, right? That it's like this. This is a gold. This is a golden goose. And you're making omelets with the golden eggs. Well, and then for two seasons, they didn't feed it. Yeah. Well, I think another thing, it, it, and a, a lot of the stuff where just like your suspension of disbelief begins to go happens after they run out book material and like you know she lands and it's seven and eight like the fast travel problem i don't remember that being an issue yeah. in any of the previous seasons no. but suddenly just like oh why are they here why are they there it's because the, you don't have time to have scenes where right. they're traveling the passage yeah, right. of time in general is a problem mm-hmm. for this season because and for seven and for seven to go yes. to the first bit of controversy for eight was Arya and gendry Mm-hmm. Because people were like, "Oh, she's so young," or whatever, and then D and D were, "Oh, she's 18. Yeah, and we're like, "When? Right? Well, that- how much time has passed? Yeah, what year is it? <laughs> what year? Well, well, to be fair, the books, the books make a much more important fact of the, uh, that all of these kids are younger than they are in the show. Are younger than they are in the show. Yep. Like at the start of everything in the books." Like, even... Um, Which I can understand it doesn't work on TV. Right, it doesn't work on TV. Right. Doesn't yeah. work on TV. But, like, yeah. especially when the actors are aging faster than the show is being right. produced. Right, right. But, like, at the start of the books, like, Arya's, like, what? Six? She's, maybe? She's, like, 11, I think. Nine. Nine. Because Bran's 11. Bran's Arya's 11. nine. Um, Eight. Because Arya's the youngest. I'm just throwing a number Rob is 14. Rickon. Oh, right. Rickon is the youngest. Rickon. Holy... Fuck. Yeah, there there is a character who had great potential. I mean, Sansa's thirteen. Sansa's thirteen, and then Rob and John yeah. are both fourteen. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think that. I mean, it, as well it, as Theon, but 
I yeah, mean, the whole. But, yeah. I think episode. So in terms of things that I liked about the last season, I thought episode one was fine. I like one was, and two. I think yeah, I like two. I like one and two a lot. I know that I like one and two. And in terms of like the thing with like Gend- Gendry Arya, whatever, like the act, the actual whether she was eight tiered out of the show, the actual actress is an adult. And, yeah. Oh yeah, she's. So it's she's, just like so like. I unfortunately, know, she's an adult that doesn't look like. An yeah. Adult. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean. She looks like an adult when she's not wearing. No, no, that no, 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 bear, bear, bear. When she's what? what no, she, she was in Doctor Who for a whole yeah. season yep. as a recurring character, yep. and I could not wrap my head around the fact that she was an adult. Yep, bear, bear. It's fine. She's actually five hundred ninety-eight years old. It's fine. Which, <laughs> this is anime logic. Which it's okay. Granted, officer, I swear she's legal. Granted, I, that's not even a valid point by me, right. because it doesn't matter in the right. grand scheme of things. No. Right. And, and it, it was just a question of well, how much time has passed here. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and also, because this is also a character that in the show is one of the few characters who isn't sexualized. Right. Right. At all. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, I mean, people, I mean, that, that whole scene didn't necessarily bother me because it was, you know, like, people are, even people who are not terribly sex obsessed or, or mm-hmm. romance obsessed are allowed to have sex lives. Like, I feel like, oh, yeah. and oh, like, yeah. And I, that, that didn't seem particularly unnatural yeah. to me or where, like, I thought two was just a really good episode yeah. and it made me excited for what I thought was going to be three episodes of a long night and prophecy and, and nope, Daenerys plunging the sword into Jon's heart to make Lightbringer. I was all fucking pumped for that. But that didn't matter, Barra, clearly, because yep. we never saw any of it. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> But yeah. the, and the, and the problem with that is again you know we finished episode three and we said oh it's going to be three episodes of politics there's a knot to figure out there because yeah. Cersei's not gonna, just going to go yep you had a queen okay I'll give up my throne it's fine <laughs> well and even more so it's just like how do you get dramatic tension out of it because not to Cersei... mention her pregnancy yeah no but like in terms of like a pl- in terms of like show running and stuff. How do you get dramatic tension out of the fact that like their forces have been defleeting from defleeting from fighting the north, but sir, but they still have two dragons at the start of it. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. gonna get to that stupid fucking crossbows, but two, oh, they have two dragons, a fairly healthy army, and Cersei is a really dislike is a dislike is is a is a dislike ruler. Like mm-hmm. how is that? There's like no dramatic tension there right. whatso- yep. uh, whatsoever. She she blows up the Sept of Baelor. In a previous season, and the small folk are still like, "Sure, big thumbs up for me." No, it's a. It, uh, well, uh, also Make King's Landing great again. Also, <laughs> with one of her best commanders who has like who, have, who has absconded and is not working for her. Mm-hmm. Like you know, let's remember that like who, Jamie Kettle, Lannister. Kettle no, Jamie Lannister. Oh yeah, isn't with her as well. Like so, creating that tension is difficult and. So one of the things that happened in the show, in case you, it was, you know, Daenerys has a heel turn. She that they, but it's was and that did not bother me as in and of it was, much in and of itself. It was such a heel turn, though. It, it was, was so so quick. It was a the thing is is that it was a badly done heel turn. Yeah, yeah. It was not, and it was not one as much as people might point to previous acts of violence or temper mm-hmm. or it racism. was never against. Innocent, quote unquote, right. lives. And it was, it was, it was, it was a, it was a survival horror game. Back tap B, quick turn. Yeah, I mean, because the thing is that you know, once the once the heel turn happened, people are like, oh, 
She uh, she killed Mary Master. Oh, she uh, she killed she crucified the slave masters of Marine. Oh, she slave masters person who ruined her life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's like she didn't set fucking slaves on fire. And, and and the thing is, is that you can set that sort of thing up, but you're with like the previous characterization. Like for instance, one of the easiest ways to, but they well, but they basically made it so she was able to achieve military victory with no problem, mm-hmm. and then she decided to destroy everything. That was the biggest problem I had with it. Yeah. A really simple way where you even keep the stupid six episode format but still make it happen is is that just have the pe- have the ne- small folk around the crossbows and she decides to blow it up anyway because it ne- has to be done. Never mind the fact that she knows exactly where Cersei is. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Also, it's not like oh she's in the town somewhere. Mm. No, you can no. just surgical strike the Red Keep. Yep. So oh, and that could be another way you do it. Just which, how- which we learn later, Drogon can freaking do. Yeah. <laughs> Because he just blasts the Iron Throne and just the Iron Throne. No, yeah. you could have well, literally no, no, no. have had all these innocent people in the Red Keep, and she decides to blow well, to, to to destroy it to get Cersei. That was the nerdiest well, thing well, I've to, ever to, said. To, to, to no, be fair not. though, to be, well, no, to be fair though, to be fair though, Drogon had to melt the Iron Throne so that Bran could get his wheelchair up. Yeah, we did, we had the to make it accessible. All right, so, world's Ram. most expensive ball bearing. Right, right. now. But that also just leads into the overall lack of intelligent tactics and battle tactics in this last season. Oh God, you t- uh, you I, I didn't know the the minutiae of the Battle of Winterfell, but when you were explaining this to me earlier, I I, I had it's to, awful. I no, needed a moment. No no medieval tactician. And this was cooked up by Tyrion, right? This was yeah, Mister Mister Smarty Britches. Oh yeah yeah. No, these are apparently like the like. Best strategists in the kingdom coming off this plan. And this plan is to A, throw your cavalry straight into a massive undead. Cool! Here's 10,000 more troops! It was the, There uh, you go! It was uh, Stalin tactics. Yeah. Fault. Doesn't work and... with zombies. <laughs> Works really good with Nazis, though. <laughs> so so you're, you're having your cavalry. So at the Battle of Winterfell, the. The cavalry charges straight into the mass of the undead. Personally, I think Stalin was just Stalin. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna they, hurt they, myself later for they, that. One. They charge straight in <laughs> while you are launching artillery from your trebuchets at the enemy horde, which are outside of the wall, which are outside of the wall for no fucking reason. Just and put them inside the wall. They do, shoot do the wall over it. Even have any kind of artillery? No. At best, at best, they maybe have a zombie dragon. Yep, which is hinted at in the books, right? Along with along with other things, like the, I mentioned the Cersei pregnancy. I just before I forget about it, that's something's hinted at something going mm-hmm. on with her, but we're told it's absolutely not a pregnancy. Right. Again, I, I think that a lot of those beats, I think the zombie dragon, I think the pregnancy, I think a lot of that stuff was foretold. Yes. by Germ. Yes. Yep. yep. It's just the way they got there. Again. No, and like for instance, the way that I mean, if we're gonna go back to season seven, the way Viserion, Viserion dying and becoming a zombie dragon is cool. Yeah, I the way that, was that happened was kind of stupid, yeah. though. It was very stupid. How that happens is is that like the Night King has the Tom Brady arm and yeah. he throws the javelin, which would work, except 
the other dragon with everybody on it was also exposed and it was on the ground. So why did he just Tom Brady arm and win the war right there? Right. So um, <laughs> for those of you not in the New England area, he, Tom Brady is the, the Peyton Manning arm. Yeah. But, the um, Drew Brees arm. Let's be real. Peyton <laughs> Manning couldn't sh- throw shit at the end of his career. But, so so first of all, you throw... Night King was in his prime. Yeah. So, so, so first, of all, first of all, you throw, <laughs> throw all of your Dothraki cavalry straight into the enemy horde. Which, so is that, which is another thing that she's never really done. She's never really right. dashed herself against the rocks. Because if I recall correctly, when she took Marine and Yunkai... Well, maybe Yunkai was the one she didn't take. I don't remember. I, I don't remember either. had released the slaves. Yeah. We're going to blow your yeah. shit. Yeah. But when she took those cities in Essos... Most of the time, it was by a champion. Yep. It wasn't by, let's send everything at them. Now, granted, I don't know if a champion works against the Night's King, but But, I'd like to think that she would want to spare some life. And you know what doesn't work? Is sending your cavalry into a straight charge against massed infantry who are also undead. So you want a gay charge, is what you're saying. So so what's something, I mean... I'm going to hell for that one. Oh, there, there's, hold on. There's more to the Battle of Winterfell, too. So, not only have you wasted your in, your cavalry by throwing them all against this undead horde. Oh, by the way, hey, Night King, here's 10,000 more soldiers. It's okay, because in the end, she still had all the Dothraki. So, right. somehow. Um, despite sending no. all of them to their death. Yeah, I mean, like, seeing... I will say that even though tactically it doesn't make sense... Seeing the flaming swords yeah, charge cool. out that and then cool. everything wink out is that just like cool. no, no, that, horrifying. That, 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 sh- that scene is purely for like rule of cool and cinematic purposes. But every but even beyond that, there's no tactical sense whatsoever in this battle. Because then they deploy their infantry ahead of the moat and the choke point. So when the infantry inevitably breaks, because you're fighting the fucking undead. The infantry has to retreat through your choke point. Which makes no fucking sense. What you should have done is you should have put the infantry at the choke point to force the undead hordes through that choke point so you can take care of them in small numbers at a time. And then when they're all bottlenecked, that's when you send in the fucking dragon to breathe fire on the huge horde and light the moat. And then you send your cavalry in to harry them from the flanks. Just for the record, uh, Tristan, how many hours do you have in Total War? <laughs> Too many! <laughs> I mean, I've played... I, I've won XCOM, there, bitches! There were problems tactically... I've played tabletop wargaming. In 3. But let's let's not lose sight of the problem. The problem was less how the battle went, and more that the battle ended. And yeah. another thing is that... Because the, the battle ends... And then we're back to the stupid politics. Right. We're back to this thing where, like, the Night King has been destroyed by a sneak attack by Arya, and then because he just is destroyed, everyone poofs. Which, by the way, that is one thing I am certain is not going to be happening oh, with George R. God, no. Because he said himself that the Night King isn't around anymore. There's right. been right. no indication of a Night King, right. and the way the White Walkers... There is a fan theory that Cold Hands is related to the Night King in right. some way. There, there is right. a because Cold Hands is not Benjen in the yeah. books. Also, right. don't get me started on how they totally misused Bran during that whole fight. What's that? We're going to get that? to Bran later. You can warg multiple ravens and are able to discover the Night King almost instantly? No, let's put you in Let's put you in the woods where you're completely useless to the whole battle. God damn it. Table flip. Ah. So, 
before you go much further, though, I am going to posit something that I did think of. Yes. White walkers don't exist in the books. They're they called right. they're whites. Right. Mm-hmm. And the the Knights King is a placeholder for a being that we've never actually seen yeah. in the show because it doesn't exist called the Others. Yep. And it's described as kind of this wispy, like almost like a shroud that's moving. Yep. And the cost to animate that would probably have yeah, sunk right. the show. Oh god. Well, I mean, yeah. The way so the, the the illustration I've seen of the others in the show. Yeah. It's like it's like in the book well in the books it's like cuz in the show the the white walkers are like uh they're they're like ice they're like ice, ice zombies. Masters. But yeah. um in the sh- in the, the illustration I've seen in, in the, the books uh, in the they're, book, they're it's like, reanimated corpses and, and the others. The right. others yeah. to me look like kind of like I've seen illustrations of. Are you sure that's like, the others and not the children of the forest? No, no, not the children right. of the forest. The, okay. the others, like I mean, like I mean, which also fuck that plot point. Right. No, no, because because like, well, because <laughs> remember in the books we have two different forces animating the dead here in the books. Right. right. Like, and it's there, there's a in the books there's a very strong sort of theme of no 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 there are like two big forces. Like beyond mortal comprehension, who are playing their game of chess. Yep. And it's like, oh nope, nope. I need that pawn. I need the, that pawn. Um, Azora High, the red, the red, and the white, and the whites. Yeah, yeah. But it, but like the thing is, is that there, there's not going. There's no central other in the books, at least not yet. There's just like you know, there, there, there's they're just no, a group. There's there's. There's hints at things, but it's all conjecture. And right. I and I honestly think... Unfortunately, if you go on the book Reddit, uh, there is so much tinfoil, you'll get electrocuted. Oh my god, there's so much tinfoil. <laughs> I would imagine there's a lot of tinfoil. But the point is, is that, you know, they, they, it's like, it's not going to be an off switch. It's going, you're, and by just like killing their leader. And I think that in the books, in the final of it, you're going to have really something that is going to be... The, the prophecy is going to matter, mm-hmm. or if it doesn't matter, that's going to be a point about why prophecies are bullshit. Yeah, because the prophecies not making sense in the show wasn't saying something about like, oh, prophecies are bullshit, and sometimes things just happen. Like, it's just you know, like the prince. Uh, who, it prophecies? Just, yeah, yeah. It's like no, nothing. I mean, let's. I mean, to, to pop ahead a bit, Cersei, the Valonqar prophecy not happening with may do anything to do with Cersei's death. Just drove me crazy. Okay, but isn't she's technically older than Jamie, right? Yeah, but he know. didn't wrap his hands around her throat and choke the life out of mm. her. Like that's the thing is like when yeah. you have lost everything, the Valonquar will come wrap his hands around your throat and choke the life out of her. There was no choking the life out of him in any situation. I mean, was it but again, Mi- he's hugging her? Miriam Asdor's they... prophecy didn't come true either. No prophecies came true. No prophecies mattered. No, in, in the in, in the show. Now the thing about and I, I hate to delve too much into the books, is that these these prophecies in the books I think carry a lot of weight because mm-hmm. we're given the the omniscient point of view yep. where we know all of them and the characters have no fucking clue. Right. Right. Like Daenerys doesn't know about the sun rising in the um the West being the Martell that comes and visits Marine. Right. But let's also not forget that the series has spent a lot of time sort of um, illegitimatizing, delegitimatizing, delegitimizing, delegitimizing stuff like Melisandre and the other seers. Yep. Like, like Melisandre is like the worst goddamn seer. Like, oh, look at all the shit they can do. And it doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter. Like, 
So the series has actually spent a fair, the TV series has spent a fair bit of time sort of delegitimizing a lot of the seers. Mm. That's fair. Whereas the books put a lot more emphasis. And, and never mind that there is a plot in the Citadel from mm-hmm. the Meisters that nobody knows about. Nobody knows about. They still don't know what it is, but they know they're up to something. They're up to something. And those, Sam, those Sam Meisters books, those Meisters, and they mean they're up to something. Nothing. I don't know what. Yeah, but you can bet your britches. No, those. There's a lot of different plots and threads in the books. And, and somewhere Picel is getting a handy. I, yeah. I actually think I, I actually prefer the series in one distinct way, which is that it doesn't introduce like a thousand characters. Yes. There's only 500 that, characters. That is one all... of the problems with the books. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. But for, in for books, record, it's easier to do. Yeah. yeah. And, but for for the record, I don't think any of us are saying that like. It should have been a straight blow-to-blow um, adaptation right. of the oh, books. In no, fact, that would have taken oh, absolutely not. And it I can't think, work on TV. You can't, and, yeah. It's too much. And I thought that the way they adapted it for the first six seasons was, for the most part, fairly excellent. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were some, I there are some parts which I wasn't the biggest fan of, but I thought that they did a pretty good yeah. job condensing, putting it down, etc. The issue was when they just decided they were fucking done with it, yeah. and that's what I yeah. felt. Seven oh, and yeah. eight words. Yeah, it's like first... we, we're done with it. We just want to get rid of this whole plot about the about the uh, White Walkers. Mm. Put out, oh, put out the window, and then Let's put that over rush, here. And then we're yeah. just gonna rush to the ending of this and hit the. Plot so points. what if we take all the White Walkers and push put them somewhere else? Um, <laughs> no, the first the first six seasons are very much like no, no. There's there's books. Granted, there are deviations, but there they make deviations. sense in the media. Like right. there's an. There's a Targaryen that may or may not be a Targaryen that does not appear in the show. And no. the reason why is very simple, I think, he in would, that there's he would too much things. shit. Oh, yeah. No, no. The, there are cuts that you have to make with right. any sort of adaptation. Yeah. That's understandable. And so the first six seasons are great because, yes, there are cuts, but they are understandable cuts. Right. The problem is that then you say, we're sick and tired of doing this. Like, like um, the, the, rush the, to the, end. the new wife for Rob. Yep. Instead of being a minor lord of the Lannisters, it's just a random like nurse. So that way yeah. they don't have to explain this other house that has no significance whatsoever other than to supply Rob with his wife. Yep. That makes the phrase betray him and leads to the Red Wedding. Right. So while I understand that, you know, having this small having folk a, versus... A whole nother house yeah. added into the mix. Which I think is... Is a better version, personally. Mm-hmm. I think that having him fall in love with a minor lord's daughter versus just some random battlefield nurse. Oh, totally. Has more weight to it. Especially when you uh, juxtapose it with the reigns of Castamere. Mm-hmm. But I also understand, like I said, that in the show... You've got to make cuts. Yeah, you've got you've to simplify it. You've got to mm-hmm. fit your 45 minutes in. And which is which is one of the huge worries I have now that Amazon's like we're doing a Lord of the Rings series and I'm like why <laughs> why <laughs> that series has three like five hour movies that tells the story perfectly just leave it alone yep which is another thing I saw actually after season eight finished was well now Lord of the Rings can say that it has the best adaptation <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah no I mean. 
Just yeah. leave just leave Lord of the Rings alone, guys. Peter Jackson did his thing. It's fantastic. Just let it be. I mean, The Hobbit was an absolute disaster, and that showed like how even if you have like a great team, lightning can't necessarily always strike twice. Right. Well, making it three movies was a bit much. No, that it should have been much. one flipping movie. One book that's shorter than all of the other books. Yeah. <laughs> three movies, yeah. yeah no, uh, having was... said that, Peter Jackson was rumored to be in uh, cahoots with... Uh, Bungie for a Halo movie many yep. years yes, ago. Yes, yeah. Right, Which I would have dug. I would have dug that a lot. Um, yeah. In fact, in terms of like remake stuff, I would love if like Bungie got freaking Halo back and then just make made Bungie's version no. of Halo 4. No. Not with what they've done with Destiny. No, 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 no. But now they're free. <laughs> they're free to be you and, and me. So, so, so Bungie is free of we'll Activision never, we'll now. We'll never see a game from them ever again. Well, ha- <laughs> well no, no, no. Have, have you heard the updates that are coming? So, so I'm I'm not going to talk about it in this because this is a TV show, spoiler cast, but uh, and movies. Bungie, but, here, but I'm going to talk about it right now. Yeah. But but Bungie has announced now that they, so now that Bungie is free of Activision, <laughs> they have announced a new story DLC and a bunch of changes that the Destiny community is very receptive for. And the, right now, the Destiny community seems to be very optimistic about where things will go. We've already had a Halo movie, which is Forward Unto Dawn, which we've talked about in the past, which is amazing. Was I here for that? I think so. Probably. It was a long time ago. Yeah, it was, that was ages ago. But Forward Unto Dawn is a fantastic, fantastic movie. Um, I personally think Hobbit should have been two movies. Not three. One. I think you could have one. I would have gone with one. I, I think I here's, here's the plan: we take two of the Hobbit movies, we take it with the first one, we smash them all together into one two-hour experience, and then we take the rest of the film and we give it to Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I'd be down with that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, when to, to flip back to Game of Thrones. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> let's, let's not try and derail this too hard. No, I mean... I, but I'm doing my best. The stuff that they did... The 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 rushed heel turn that they did with Daenerys and how they was, like, so ham-handed. Like, especially... How how much did they hint at it in the show? Because I... Before, three, before episode four? Not at all. Not really at all. Except, mm-hmm. no, at the... A, at a part of episode... Two, where she's getting unusually pissed at John that he might have a claim to the throne. Because mm-hmm. one of the things that I remember vividly, well, not vividly, I had to dig through my memory a little bit because it's been a while, uh, from the books is that in the Danny chapters, there are some signs that she's a little bit unhinged. Oh, yeah. The books, the books do a much better job of setting that up. But we're also in her head, which is right. not something you can do in a TV show yeah. with that many characters. No. no, and the fact of the matter is, is that, like... You, the way I, you know, if I had been given seven and eight, and again, everyone said, but like, if I had been given seven and eight, and like, I had the thing like, Daenerys Targaryen has a heel turn and ends up like, torching King's Landing, what you do is, is that like, you end up having it, so instead of just her time just being a whole bunch of like, military reversals, where it's just like, she keeps on like, losing allies and losing people, Mm -hmm. which had happened a lot in seven. And where it basically just really just showed to see like yeah, Tyrion's an idiot. All she really lost in seven was Baristan and Missandei, right? Mm-hmm. No, no. Or did in she six. lose Baristan before that? She lost Baristan in six, but right. she 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 got them. She lost the Tyrells. 
She lost the Dornish. She lost the Dornish. Yara, Which didn't exist Yara. in the show, basically. Right. Yeah. No, but like she, she keeps on having defeats, and then she's like, "I'm just gonna fly off and nuke the wagon train," which was an awesome scene and the best part of season seven. But still, it's just like failure, 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 and then I just do this rash thing. It works. What I think would have worked a lot better is is that she gets bogged down in a dirty war, mm-hmm. and that like. She tries Which Cersei would definitely fucking fight. Oh, right. yeah. Where it's just like, she's trying to, like, invade and take territory, but, like, people are slashing her supply lines. People are... And the populace are not receptive to her, like... to, to Or right. not receptive to her giant foreign army. People are murder... Oh, people well, are murder... Because... Yeah. Because let's not forget... Because the Dothraki would go bullshit when they got oh, the yeah. King's Landing. But they were all dead! So right. they had to bring them back to life! Because well, let's not forget, so... so so Danny's shows up. She is the daughter of the Mad King, who you had to have one of his personal guard basically portray all of his oaths to kill. Yep. So now she shows back up, and again, that was the whole thing that set up why incest is bad in and it's Westeros. Also way too convenient for her just to be like, "I'm the I'm I'm the Mad King's daughter, therefore I will turn heel." Right. Because right. Rhaegar did not. By Rygar all accounts, Rhaegar is. And, and I think Gurm has said this, that Rhaegar is the actual hero of the series. Mm-hmm. I, right. I, I, and that would make sense. Rhaegar Targaryen right. is it was supposed to be like the best of dudes. Right. Um, but he just took Lyanna for whatever reason, and there's a lot of prophecy things. Yeah. And so, so, But you have, you have Danny showing up. She's the daughter of the Mad King that you basically had to have an uprising to overthrow and murder. Right. She's got an army of foreigners at her side who are... Compared, like, compared to the Westeros, or in the eyes of the West, Westeros, Westerosians? Westerosi. 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 A bunch of barbarians. Yep. And she has fucking dragons. Literal monsters on her side. But didn't they already turn on Cersei, or am I missing something? Because... It felt I, like they were getting there. Because didn't she get, like, abducted and, like, humiliated by the church? Yes. Yeah. She did, yes. Season oh, yeah. Show, yeah. They all... Yeah, no, it's like, it doesn't make sense... It doesn't necessarily... The way Cersei played it in Seven, like, the, it's just like, they they could have made... they It made it so it was like, Cersei just ended up, like, winning a lot, Tyrion looked stupid, and Daenerys really never got challenged. Like, mm-hmm. she lost things... But her way of doing things was never challenged. And I think what would be a lot interesting is that, like... Which, it actually, I hate to say this again, is something that happens in the books. Yes. Her way of doing things getting challenged? Yes. Yep. Oh, yes. It is. Because, yeah, she has a problem. At the end of book Marine. five, everything blows up in her face. Yeah. Yes. Like, and, like, like where, the, where the series led us... The point, the series, the TV it's series that is too. Five, right? That that happens. That she gets. Four or five. That she's all new characters. She's five in a field. Four is all new yes. characters. Yeah, when I she flies with Drogon and she's in a field with her clothes burned off again, again. <laughs> because <laughs> because five, you yeah. gotta get that fan service in. But what the series led us to, which like everything the series led up to, is that honestly the people of like King's Landing, Westeros, at at that point, should have fucking risen up and been like, no. You've got Cersei, who basically committed incest, which is already isn't, bad. Isn't there a rebellion like that in the lore? There is. Like the Five Penny Kings or something like that? Yeah. It should have been bigger. It should have been like a full peasant uprising at that point. But, and then, so, yeah. so, wait, so wait, we have to choose between Cersei, who committed incest, and who put her son on the throne. Twice. Th- twice. 
Um, and is now in control and is kind of losing it. Or kind. Well, kind? I don't know if the show does as much right. justice as it, but basically she has at, at one point in book three, I think. When the Battle of Blackwater is happening, oh, she's yeah. literally sitting on all the dragon fire, ready to drop the match if she loses. Oh, yeah. So we have to pick between that, or Daenerys, the daughter, the incestuous daughter of the last king, who was called the Mad King because he was fucking insane, who has shown up with an army of, of foreigners and dragons. So we have to pick between one insane incestuous person or another insane incestuous person i think it's time for the peasantry to rise up and well, the, uh, the say other, fuck that noise the other thing that's a kind of a core theme that i've noticed is that the small folk don't matter no they Westeros. really don't they 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 don't really protest they don't care as long as they're not getting killed they yeah. don't care which well, then leads us to to all of King's Landing getting burnt. And as long as they're not starving, they don't care. Which yeah. is why Cersei lost favor because she rationed them so bad. Yeah. Well, so here's some, but here's something though that like, I feel that in many ways they uh, they failed to set Daenerys's heel turn up again from season seven onward. Oh yeah. Because they should. Oh, yeah. Because again though, she's not getting a hard time. And may, if anything, she's able to integrate with the Westeros no, nobility way too mm -hmm. easily, gain allies among them. So that by the time she has the heel turn, she has large amounts of like, of like, the, she has legitimate it's, backing from it's a lot okay of people. Because she was threatened by Sansa. Because <laughs> Sansa was pretty. Because Sansa is Which the is most... an actual thing that somebody from the show said. <laughs> It's no, it's like the, the 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 whole stuff with the whole stuff where like she that one of the reasons why she goes ballistic is that like John rejects her, which can also say that that was that them not explaining why he suddenly doesn't want to be with his girlfriend was well, really. St I think they do though. Don't, well, they don't really explain it, but isn't it? I, I always took it as he found out that he's family. Well, but here's the thing though. The reason why that that's a bit lazy, and again, this may be just me being too much of a historian and stuff, is is that so incest is for damn good reason a taboo across most societies, with the exception amongst royalty. But incest, well, but but that taboo, but, but that's is, not but that's not true in Westeros. No, no, lots no, no, of, no. Lots not, of Westerosi are like somewhat distantly related, though. No, right. Lots but, of the nobles. But but I'm uh, but I'm not talking about uh, about incest and the Targaryen, exception. like the Baratheons and the Targaryens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is, is that like incest typically in terms of, like that taboo means between parents and children, <laughs> or between siblings. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uncle, but but like aunts and nephews, uncles and uh, uncles and nieces. There are a couple of blonde people outside with picket signs after <laughs> yeah. you said siblings. Ugh. This is that is not. Although that's sketchy to like a modern sensibility, that's not something that actually was like societally banned or thought weird of. And in the and if we're modeling Westeros off of a medieval society. Marrying your aunt who's your own age is not going to be something that the, the church would protest. We haven't right. seen anything that would make it seem that they would have any any objections to that. Except that you literally had the Mad King. No, but the thing is... But that, nobody's thinking of it that way. Yeah. Right. Because they're not... Because, again, it's not a direct not, incest. Type. And it's not 
genetics. Yes. Also, the people of Westeros aren't sitting there going, well, he was crazy because his parents were fucking. Yeah. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, it's, not a, it's not based off, the taboo is not based off genetics. It's based off, like, familial relation. And that yeah. doesn't come, in, like, in terms of So, they, and I feel that they, if they were going to make that point, they shouldn't have just made it implicit. They should have made it explicit. And they also should have been just had an actual argument about it. She's yeah. like, why does it matter? My family has married person to person. It's like, in the North, we find out that, like, when right. your uncles marry cousins, the line gets gets weak. So I don't feel comfortable one, doing this anymore. One it's of like, the, you're stupid. We're royalty. We're Targaryens. Let's do this. Let's make one, dragons. One of the... One of the points that I read after the fact is that the heel turn being around John rejecting her and the whole threatened by Sansa's pretty, etc., etc. Makes her seem like a crazy woman. Exactly. Yeah. It was actually it, really sexy. It is a lazy, lazy trope that too many shows take advantage of. And I, for one, believe that Game of Thrones should have been better. It should have been, been better than just been like the all the crew. money that they threw yeah. at that. It, well, it should have been better. And bear in mind that just a few episodes before, we had a literal slaughter of minorities. Not to mention, not to mention the uh, one of the other strong women characters, Arya, is basically told to sit over there. Men are talking. Yep. Oh, also Brienne. Can we talk about how Brienne? Yeah. Brienne of Tarth. Yes, Brienne of Tarth. Yeah, had that amazing, beautiful knighting scene, yeah. and instead of getting the death in battle she so richly and beautifully deserved, they got reduced. To like a crying, not necessarily deserved, but that she wanted. Right, well, and earned um, in terms of a thematic sense. Like I yeah, love Brienne right. of Tarth. Or, also, if you ever break up with your husband, come marry me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, the, or the fact that, or the fact that basically every female, every female character in power except for uh, Mama Stark is at some point insane or does a ridiculous heel no, turn. Catelyn goes insane. Yeah, she goes insane right when the Red Wedding happens because she she. Uh, slits the throat of the fray. Yep. And in the, they couldn't put this. Oh, right. on They couldn't put this on film, but she literally claws her eyes out. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, any any woman in power in the series goes insane. Oh yeah. Well, oh, San, uh, Sansa, Marjorie. Sansa doesn't mm-hmm. go. Sansa Marjorie doesn't go insane. Yeah. Which is which is weird. Because she has the most shit happen to her out of anybody else on the show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which I think makes her one of the but best But it's okay. Characters. It's okay. Mother Chiller was a great character. Because, because Bran has the best story. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Can, uh, before we get before you get to Bran. Yeah. Before I've we get to Bran. Just uh, to finish the point. They, they, they didn't have to make her... They, they did not have to make Daenerys' whole plotline be basically like, I've been spurned by a relationship. You're crazy. They literally just... They had the components to basically make her slowly but surely begin to hate being in Westeros... Because she keeps on being rejected, and because the small mm-hmm. folk keep on like killing her soldiers, and because people aren't seeing her legitimacy, and it's just like you could just get it built up. Whereas is that like she's winning, but so and slowly but surely she just begins to resent and get angry, and then get to the spot where like oh these people are like now want my mercy after they have killed all these folks, and you could be like oh her best friend dies. Like no, that wasn't the people that killed them. It was a soldier from someone who is like. Who you can see where the keep mm-hmm. is. They didn't establish that she'd begun no. to loathe the people of Westeros, which you could do, but you, oh, need you could do that to really actually easily. take your time. So here's here's another article that I read that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. And again, it goes back to what I mentioned earlier about the possible Targaryen. 
the uh, the story goes that Rhaegar's son that was supposedly dashed against the wall by Gregor Clegane yep. was secretly ferreted out by Varys mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Essos to learn how to be a ruler. Right. Now, this character doesn't exist at all in There's, the show. No, nope. he's not there at all. And it's, again, completely understood. But the idea of Danny going insane would be a lot more believable had there been this perceived pretender to mm-hmm. the throne that she would have to compete with. A and it's viable even, threat. And it's even hinted at that he's not even that baby, that that's just a cover story. I mm-hmm. think that's the false dragon in the prophecy. Right. I think he's the false dragon. That we never fucking see. Yeah. He's in the books, though, right? He's yes. in the books. Oh, yeah. Very much he's so. one of the and, river, it's hinted right? at, and it's hint, yeah. hinted at because there's uh, a sign from something called the Red Dragon Inn, mm-hmm. and it gets burned and it turns black. And there's a separate branch of the Targaryens that tried to rise up and got slapped in the mouth called the Blackfires. Yes. Yep. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Again, not something you can do in a TV show, but a, but an example of something that could have of a way or a method to show her being angry at the small folk for choosing this pretender. Because right. the small folk aren't going to care if he's a real Targaryen. No. They're going to care that he's blessed with the Golden Company, which in the within the books are highly professionalized soldiers oh, with yeah. a connection to Westeros. Yeah. Who are like, and, and they aren't these like chubs. They're like people who like they're mercenaries, but they try to present themselves as good guys. Oh, and yeah. I think what that means is like they're disciplined people who yeah. will not go and rape your daughters and, they have and steal rules. your food. Yeah. Exactly. And like and, and maybe he'll actually feed us some as opposed to Cersei who's been rationing us. Yep. Whereas because it goes back to Robert mm-hmm. when you really think about it because Mad King is deposed and they put Robert and he's doing literally nothing. Yeah. And because he's not actively in a war where rations are restricted or uh, passing strange laws, oh, yeah. the small folk don't give a shit. Oh, yeah. No, no. He would be doing... He would do so much better as a king under different circumstances. Well, he did fine. He did fine. The problem was, his wife was an adulterer. Yeah, and an incestual adulterer. Well, let's yeah. let's let's be real. He wasn't King Robert. Wasn't the greatest king. He, he was racking up giant debts, etc. Which never, never, never come back. No. The Iron Bank goes. Yeah, it's fine. He's dead. His his debts are forgiven. No, there's the the fact that but I do and Baelish disappears too. Yeah, he just dies. Whatever. All I mean, I that wanted. was awesome. I did like seeing Baelish die. Yes, but all but his character arc at one point just turns into I want to be with Sansa. Yeah, no. she's pretty. <laughs> no, but the the thing is, I do Sansa think the Golden Company good. matters though, in that like. When it's just her versus Cersei, you basically have to have Cersei be this mastermind and her having all these stupid defeats. But if it's her versus the Golden Cup, but if it's a three-way plus war, because remember, the Iron Fleet is not necessarily on her side in the books now, when that happens in, and the North hasn't necessarily waited. Like, then it becomes well, she a lot was, harder. She was going to go to Storm's End because Igon – no, Igon was crossing the sea at yes. the end of Book 5. That's what was happening, I think. He was taking the no, no. He, he, I he, think he'd so. already. John Coddington had already landed. Okay. He landed, taking the fortress, and then he saw they had the grayscale. And like, I'm gonna die, but I'm gonna have done well, my job. Tyrion has grayscale too, doesn't he? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. In the books, no. Tyrion doesn't have the grayscale. He's, he's, he's with them, but 
But he did, he avoided getting. No, he ends up going to Marine. I thought. Oh, I thought he was with them. Uh, I'm having so much trouble separating the books from it's the show at this point. I'm, all right, uh, for posterior, I'll look it up. There you go. Yeah, but yeah, no, and um, but Bran, we should talk about the Bran situation. Let's, let's talk. Let's let's close things out with talking about like the various characters who provide, especially the Starks, I suppose. think they should have been if we thought they were given justice which i think is probably a no but so how about those dire wolves man they turned out to be an important plot yes he does go to marine oh okay okay he's he's outside marine yep at the end of the book and he's no he's he's in it he negotiates um some people to enter it Mm -hmm. uh so we'll i'll move on from that i'm gonna check grayscale right now uh yes he no, a... he has immunization, it says. Oh, okay. oh, so he's immune to the grayscale. Okay. Yeah, okay. There's. It's hinted at that he has it, though. Mm-hmm. There's like a, there's a theory that, that he has. He's, he's like a carrier. Yeah. Mm. Um, Sorry. Right, so, so let's talk Bran. Let's talk Bran, a.k.a. I, the big winner of the bunch. Let's let's save his stupidity for later. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's start smaller. Okay. Let's start smaller. Uh, let's start with Bran. Because here is a character that is a sellsword. He fights for money. Yep. We meet him because he fights for, for money. money. He tells oh, Tyrion dear. that he I fights fight for, for money. money. I like you, but if somebody pays me more, more you're I'll gone. Fight for them. So, he ends up continuing to fight. As far as I can tell, I don't know what they're fucking paying him. Right? But he's continues to fight. He becomes... A hero. Does he become Bronn of the Blackwater in the show? I haven't seen yes. that far, so. Because I know they give him a minor lordship. He gets one from, um, he gets one promised to him by uh, Tyrion and John in the last season, right? Well, doesn't he end up taking over Rose Garden so. for the Tyrells? Because they all, they, he's yeah. given High Garden. Yeah, yeah, which is bullshit. But <laughs> the only thing that's more bullshit than that is putting somebody who exists. For money, in charge of all the money, right? Like, <laughs> I'm, well, I'm all right. I'm not going to talk about like, talk about current U.S. Be, politics. Can but, he uh, be? Can he be master of ships, or, or Lord Commander of the King's Guard? Right? Or you know, not in charge of the money. Money? Maybe we shouldn't get the guy who literally fights for money control over all the money. I think. The ending party, that group at the table, is just such fan service in general. I don't know that. I don't know how much more we need to. Well, yeah, because they keep bringing in random, all. random shitheads, like, and you go, "What the? Who is that? Who is in charge of things?" Now. I mean, it was. And to be fair, that was one of the things I didn't dislike. The like, it was. 
It was, like, I agree, it's ridiculous to give Broad the stuff, but it was still a fun scene full of fan service. Yeah. Like, oh, um, look, it's Robin Aaron. Where the hell was your army? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. We just went through, you know, the long night. Where the fuck were you? Getting puberty, obviously. They're yeah, just, they're, they're sitting in the veil, like Switzerland, during World War II, going, yeah. what was that noise? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but they were up. The, the Aaron's were up in the well, for the episode three though, because um, she's with the Brienska commanding with them. They have Aaron. Oh, shields. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you also. I, have I just remember the internet being shocked that Rob and Aaron came in because they had to. It had to be explained to them. No, yeah. no, yeah, I, I didn't get who that was until the internet told me. No, but Bronze Jan Roy, Bronze Jan Royce was also with her with, with Sansa too up mm-hmm. there as well. So like the veil are basically Sansa's were Sansa's people in that. That thing. But again, no freaking breathing room. Uh, no, I think that... Which not. makes sense because she's a Tully. Yeah. Let's talk about Tormund for a second. Okay. <laughs> Tormund was one of the best character adaptations from book to show. Sure. And, you and know he's what? a meme. He's a meme. Literally, every time somebody says something funny on the book forums that's even slightly of a sexual nature, the most highest rated comment after that is just, HAR! Yep. <laughs> Tormund and... I thought that he and I actually liked Torben throughout the season. I thought the problem was is is that the way they has had him go off with the wildlings was so fucking dumb because it was just like, "Oh, we have to go north now. We need to be in the real north." It's just like the wildlings for a millennia have been trying to get away from the wall to get to the gift, and now there's no more umbers. It's been depopulated. You can settle the gift what now. Hap- what happened to the Umbers? I knew they got fucked up, but I thought most of them were still alive. No, remember they uh, they were at the hearth hearth home, and like yeah. the little Umber lord was the one who was kid was killed. No, I don't remember that. Yeah, they so, get they get kind of. No, like I know I know no, Great Jarn was he wasn't killed. He was captured by so, the Freys. So in the in the show, remember that the they just have the Umbers ally with Ramsay. And then you have John legitimizing the small child and saying, like, no, you get to go back to Last Hearth. And then the last thing we see of an Umber is is that when you see the last child that, like, John sent back, like, hey, yep. get your people and come here. You see him pinned to a wall and then by, like, a sword amongst, surrounded by white limbs. And then he's just like, Rawr! Like, remember uh-huh. when, like, Dolores, Ed, and Tormund mm-hmm. met in that castle and they broke last? And then, the remember, the zombie child? Yep. That was yep. the head of the Umber house. Yep. No more Umbers. No more thing. Like, the reach is there. They are gone. Yes, they're gone. So Which they, sucks, because the Great John was great. No, the yeah. Great John was wonderful. Uh, and I hope we see him in the books. But basically, the wildlings have the ability to, like, live... As were the Manderleys, in easy... which we never see. Oh, I love the Manderleys. Um, <laughs> but we're getting too much into the book on your show. Uh, but, like, uh, I want to talk on that. <laughs> uh, but then I'll, then I'll they, they have the gift. They were supposed to get the gift. Exactly. They're supposed yeah. to get the gift. And the gift is easy, beautiful land that they've lusted after for yeah. years. And now they don't even have to fight anyone for yeah. it. But, like, no, we're now going to go and, like, yeah. live off and be pastoral. And the one thing you could argue is, like, oh, it's been so depopulated that now that the true north is a lot easier to live in. But nothing's easier to live in than the gift, which right. is, like, really yeah. nice. Yeah. And B... If all the people are depopulated, what about the herds and the animal life? Right. Too. It's just like, like it was just like such a spit in the face of like logic and what you've had their a, motivations. You've have been. had a zombie army come through. Yeah. And you've now defeated that zombie army in, in its entirety. You've got miles. Yep. My, thousands of square miles of now depopulated, unclaimed land without zombies. No. Go nuts. 
No, and Have like, at it! and the zombies didn't zombify the plants. You could grow grain in the gift. Yeah, <laughs> they grow literally the only cared the about people. Yeah, and let's well, let's go on the other side of the wall where we'll freeze our nuts off for no reason. Yeah, no, because we want to be wild. True, it's like that to me was just like them having the most surface fucking level reading oh, yeah. of their material. I'm not trying. Yep. I, and I don't. They're called think, wildlings. They want to go be wild. They just want to be free. It's just like, it's like no, no, you no. want to see what their motivation was to get past it. They're like, right. like they've been trying all this time. What was the wildling that had like all the wives? Uh, Craster. Him above the wall. Him behind the wall. Yeah, but Craster's dead. (laughs) Yes, but like, none of the other wildlings were stone cold fucking nuts. No, the other wildlings wanted to get out. Craster stayed there because he wanted to fuck his children. Yeah. And give one away to the Knights. Alright, alright, alright. You guys guys can go. Live on the other side of the wall. You can go ahead and make, like, frozen Alabama. That's fine. Like, Like, as long as, like, it's, they weren't really doing anything crazy. No. They were, they were just the, they were just the populace that lived on the other side of the wall in the wild, yep. What and did, dealing with shit, you've helped out. We've got all this empty space, and they want some freedom, but they, they want like some freedom. The they, gift the gift could give it to them. Yeah, like Sansa is John's cousin. Yeah, here it made no sense. Uh, Arya. What did people think about Arya? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, I, I will say, I will say. Pardon my French. They, demonetized, canceled. They did. <laughs> they did subvert my expectation during the last scene where she said where she was going to go. How dare you say that? Where? Yeah. How dare you use the word subvert <laughs> expectation? No, no, no. We literally just had a talk about last. Show. Sorry, sorry. They subverted my subversion, which was that I really thought they were going to make her just go off and get married to Gendry. And I thought that's where it was going to end. And she started talking. Like That was never going to happen with Arya. So thank God. Yeah, well, no. But that's where I thought they were taking it. And then they, they didn't. They took it But to then her. they went Arya Columbus. Yeah. Or or my favorite thing I saw on the internet. Arya the Explorer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and here's the thing. West of Westeros is an interesting place. in Because right. we know nothing about it from the show. Not, not a damn thing. But the character Euron Crozai. Much more interesting in the books. They kind of yeah. did him dirty in the show. He comes from there with a whole bunch of weird shit and takes over the Iron Islands. Oh, yeah. Like, he shows up and takes advantage of the whole situation. And then... It... When Balin Greyjoy gets killed by a faceless man. Yeah. Hmm. Cough, 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 cough. 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 Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I mean, now, to be fair, they... Because they have a plot, too, because there's all these plots. There's all these plots. But, um... I mean, mean, to be fair, they've spent this time building up Arya into a badass. Yes. And she's all like, I'm gonna kill Cersei, and does she kill her? No. She sits on the side because Sandor told her to. Yeah. Like... Also, fuck Clegane Bull. He's scared of fire. He's fighting him in an inferno. Like, I get that it's a good visual, but fuck it. Right? Clegane Clegane Bull was the only thing I liked about that episode. It should have been better. It... He's in fire. He just was at the Battle of Winterfell, cowering in a corner, and there wasn't half as much fire. No. There needed to be a moment where Clegane, where he, where he, where the Hound faced his fear. And they should have, he didn't face his fear, he was just facing Clegane. He just completely ignored it. Yeah. It just, it wasn't there. It just wasn't a thing. It was, it was tapestry on the wall. Yeah, there should have been a scene where he faced his fear of fire, 
and overcame it. What character were we on? Right? <laughs> Arya. 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 But, to be fair, to be fair, the Hound and Arya are a frequent pairing. Oh, it's God. There's so many good memes. So many good memes. Like, lots of people like season eight. Lots of cunts. <laughs> he said quietly into the mic that recorded every word he said. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they never, it never made any sense to me that she would become an explorer. That was like... Oh, yeah. God, no. No, she was always somebody that was going to be free on her own. Yep. And then, but and maybe if an explorer were requires ships, oh, yeah. which requires crews. But oh, she's yeah. never been a leader. She's been no. somebody that travels. She's been a loner. No, no. Arya like, should have been set up to, at the end of the series, still be an independent power... Like, she could almost be Master of Whispers. Oh, totally. She could be a Master of Disguise. What's that you, what, what's that you say? She, she's become basically a faceless? I mean, you could, I mean, honestly, what would it, I mean, the Ari, of all the Starks, Arya's ending was, like, the least egregious. Because also, quick aside on Varys, completely wasted. He's an idiot. Master yeah. of Whispers talking about trees in an open, you know, field. Whatever. Yep. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely get to that. But the, I think that Arya was not the worst ending. It's just... Because at the very least, it didn't make total unsense. It just was not very satisfying like, because it felt... It, it's not that it didn't make sense. It's more like, where did that come from? Exactly. It was just le- like, it was left field as opposed to just it's like... like, like yeah. You've been built up as the perfect assassin slash espionage agent. Such a loner. Here's, here's what, I, here's what loner. I thought of talking about that really quickly. Is it's a very westernized mm-hmm. trope. The go west young man. Yep. And then we have another very westernized trope that happens in the small council where a certain uh, fan favorite character, at least my, one of my favorites, Sam, suggests that the people of Westeros yeah. vote for the king. Yeah. <laughs> I almost Which wish is like, they'd gone for that because. But it wouldn't make any sense. No, it, it, it Who takes any... the ballots? How do you check, check to make sure more than one per- people aren't oh. casting more than one? Th- Jesus Christ. No, no. You it, have to... it, it makes no sense. <laughs> Sam. Sam, we can't build an entire democracy in one night. No, it makes no sense, but the, the, at that point, the Plus shit the show idea level of... was so much that I would be like, fine, let's just go for it. But, like, it wasn't... It's it's another one of those things that's like, this is such a friggin' Western idea mm-hmm. in a series that is about someplace completely other than this East-West bullshit that we live in this yeah. world right now. That is a firmly established medieval society. Yes. And I mean, it's not, and to be fair, it's not as if, like, there aren't places within that society where, like, um, and again, I'm not saying that having Sam, I agree with you, having Sam, the way he did was very, uh, was very westernized, but there's ways where, like, you know, for instance, his knowledge that the wildlings elected their king, Mm -hmm. that the people, that, um, uh, that uh, the Bravosius are essentially a Venetian republic, like, he could have proposed essentially what they came up with. Which is that? Why don't we just have all the lo- get rid of hereditary kingship without the laugh thing of like let's let the people vote? It's just right. like there I, is right. other think, ways that he could have done. I that think would be that natural. line was and just an instance of pandering yeah. to the audience. Yeah. I think that was yeah. we're airing in Europe and America and South America. Let's, let people, somebody, somebody somewhere is going to be. Like, why don't you let the small folk vote? Yeah. They're like, and this is why. Yeah. I mean, it's like, on the one hand, it's like, yes, the the people of Westeros should be fed up with hereditary rule at this point. But, but 
when you look at real life, it, it takes took a, so much. It to takes overthrow a very long There's time. There's still elements of it now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And if anything, we're backsliding towards it. Look at the card at. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, 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 but we are. We are like here. So we are in the United States, is where we're recording this, and there are definite signs of a backslide towards a rule of the rich. Yep. Oh wait, I'm sorry. That's what we currently have. So. When literally Oops. you can buy any politician so, if you have enough money. Here's the thing. Um, I think it's time that we talk th- with the, the the bombshell pre-brand, which is that Mr. John Snow. Yes. Let's let's do John and Bran. I think we. Can. Yeah. I think John and Bran are are the are the big things that we need to discuss. I was going to say something about Danny, and then I just lost it and yeah. went to the ether. <laughs> Just how... I mean, what do we have to say about John? Like... What a wasted, wasted opportunity. Right? Like... You brought him back from the dead to do what, exactly? Kill his girlfriend. And ride a dragon once. Yeah. And, again, we're coming up with the problem of, like... He's coming back from the dead. It was clearly, I think, had a lot to do with the long night. And then that was just totally kiboshed. Mm -hmm. And... It also, it's almost like the Long Night entire story arc was dropped because it would take too long I think to do properly. To that. Yeah. And then there's the other thing that, like, I did think it was a pretty, you know, in terms of the actual acting, let's give credit where credit is due. Amelia Clark as Daenerys that's what was I, great. That's what I wanted to say, actually. She yeah. was, was given bad writing, but she was a queen. For as much as we lambasted the heel turn, watching that scene of her on top of Drogon try to go through all the emotions that oh, nobody yeah. friggin explained because there's no backing for yeah. it whatsoever oh, yeah. having to act through that with no basis whatsoever again saying the same thing twice over was compelling yeah you take that scene and you f- give it a backing amazing it would have been a fantastic, fantastic tv the, can we also say yeah. that scene where like the dragon flies in and then you see her walking and then you see her wings behind oh, her that dragon. was, was like, awesome cinematically perfect i, I actually yeah. don't like that scene for a very stupid reason uh. because it's too perfect uh. <laughs> because <laughs> it's too it, heavy-handed it looks staged yeah. there you go. it's too you know what i mean too contrived but to go yeah, back yeah, to I john yeah I, I it, it, he it, tried he tried. He tried so hard. He tried. And him going to the wall is probably what he would have chosen. Yeah. yeah. But, and to me, what was the, him... I don't know what the fuck he's protecting against. Right? The, the, the fact of the matter is, is that, like, the scene where, like, he stabs Danny and she dies, and, like, even though Drogon just targeting the throne is stupid or whatever, it's just we like... Need, we do need to talk about the Lannisters at some point. We do, And how, we do. And how um, they fuck that. But, like, they have... I'm a, getting angrier and angrier, you can tell, because when, I'm swearing more. No, no, it's, I, I, <laughs> when, I understand. I love this thing, too. When it's Tyrion, the part of my life for more than... For a decade. <laughs> fuck me. I'm old. <laughs> when, when Tyrion is the last Lannister... And he's the only one left to pay all the debts. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Cripples, bastards, and broken things. Yeah, no, but but the the thing was is that like there, it's that that scene was was pretty excellent. But then it just made all, everything that happened with John after that made no sense. Like mm-hmm. one, how on why on earth didn't yeah. the Dothraki tear him limb from limb? Right. Like why did he die? Why did they keep it? Why Be- did they because, take him? From- because Bera, the Dothraki were all killed at Winterfell. Yeah. Except when they were all of them. Except Wh- when they were. <laughs> why did they? Why, why did they keep him prisoner 
Why did they? And then why did they send him to the wall? And then why? Which after, is a which is a Westerosi thing, right, which they don't a, fucking believe in. Right, not yeah. a Dothraki thing at all. And mm-hmm. bear in mind, he had already taken the oath to protect the wall. And you're just sending him where he should be based on his oath. And you're literally sending him to a spot where. His sister now controls it. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and where there's, like, li- like he went beyond the wall because whatever, but this also means that, like, the peace that he was brokered by sending Knuit has been shattered because he's gone. And if you're based off of that, well, like, oh, it doesn't matter that that peace is shattered, that, like, the Unsullied are going to be fine with him being independent, he could have just as easily just gone to Winterfell oh, and yeah. be named Co-King of the North. How, that, yeah. how the hell has Grey Worm not slit his, slit his throat at right. this point? Right? right? Yeah, also, why didn't yeah why didn't they just, like, straight up just, like, like what should have, if you want to, again... Also, why was the, she in the throne room with fucking nobody guarding her? If you want to just go with the stupidness... Right. And like the thing, I again, I would, I would have done if you're this like also just, Drogon. That yeah. was a thing. Drogon. Yeah, just st- let's have John die and then have Tyrion make his stupid speech after Jon Snow is dead. Yeah. Keeping Jon Snow around after he kills Daenerys made serve no purpose. Nope. Giving him like that bittersweet ending, but really kind of what he wanted, served no purpose. I think the books are heading. Towards a bittersweet ending, but I think it's going to be a different one. I yeah. th- I think so. I think that there's. I think the heel turn may happen. I think that he's. Yeah, I think the heel. Turn I think happen. he's going to be the Azor Ahai. I think he's going to be the one who runs Danny through. But I think he's also going to pay for it. Yeah. yeah. Whether gonna... he deserves it or not. Because his first love was kissed by yeah. fire, get it? Re- remember, guys. Remember, guys. <laughs> if you think Game of Thrones is going to have a happy ending. You haven't been paying attention. And yet there are so many people that just kind of got off the hook. Right? Kind of scot-free. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Like, that, like that... literally killed the queen. So do we want to go... So do we want to go to Jamie and Cersei before hitting Mr. Brand? I think that's a good sure, idea. Yeah. Jamie, Cersei... Let's just do all three Lannisters. Because yeah. Tyrion's in that, too. Jamie, Cersei, Tyrion. Dan, what do you think about Jamie, Cersei, Tyrion? <laughs> What do I think about You've it? You've been enjoying this, but you need to speak more. Oh, I don't need to, but I will. Uh, <laughs> he's he's uh, he had to excuse himself at one point. It got too intense. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Excusing himself? Yes, do it. We've been we've been drinking we've been drinking the liquor, and we have been um, casting for what an hour and a half now. Yes. Uh, so, disclaimer: I don't drink. I'm like this normally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In any case, um, the the Lannisters. Well, I think that uh, the deaths of Jamie and Cersei were uh, pretty anticlimactic. I don't think I need to. That is a very kind word you've used there, (laughs) Mr. Dan. (laughs) Um, I think that I got really excited in the last episode when uh, Tyrion visited the secret entrance or the basement or whatever you call it. That he never used in the fight. That he never used in the fight. And they were there and I was like, oh, one of them's going to get up. Maybe it's Jamie. Nope. <laughs> and then Tyrion's <laughs> crying over the person he hated the right, most in the world. Right, right. And I get yep, that Jamie's right. also there, but Cersei's right. also there. I, th- I think Tyrion's... <laughs> and Jamie was also there. <laughs> a Game of Thrones story. I think Ty- Tyrion's arc was a little interesting, too. Um, where, especially in the last season, he really... His character changed. I think we've, we've talked about that well, a he lot was, with other characters. The idea, I think, was him to turn more vengeful. Yeah. But he seems very... I didn't get muted yeah. from what I from what I've seen. Like he's he's almost like a shell. Mm. 
and he's lost his, or he seems to have lost his, uh, what's his word? What's the word? Uh, heart, as it were. He's lost his brilliance, and like the thing is, is that like his, they made this whole thing like, oh, smartest man in the world, and like you, you messed it up. But the fact and is cripples they and him... bastards and broken things, one of his favorite things, yeah, to say. But like, but they, but he's been messing up for two straight seasons, and that just basically makes means they think that they are he's being written by people who don't need to know how to write a actual he, clever he character. He lost what made him special. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna put this out here for Tyrion. Tyrion's arc should have ended, and he should have died, but they couldn't have killed him because he was a audience favorite. Yeah. Well, I think he's also. I, I think. George, I mean. I think George R. R. Martin's going to keep him alive. I mean. Too. I mean, he's one of his favorites, probably. Well, as but well. he, he, totally. he's like he's like Daryl in Walking Dead. I mean, I don't want if you this kill him. People riot. So I don't want this necessarily to happen because I really like Tyrion in the books and in the show. But Tyrion, so for people who don't know, Game he, of Thrones is gone. Yeah, I, I think, just because I'm not 100% sure where you're going, but I might be able to head you off. I think he's another one of those characters that shouldn't be in Westeros anymore, mm-hmm. when all is said and done. Well, I, yeah, I think that may be the case, but the thing is that, like, for those who don't know about it, um, the Game of Thrones takes a lot of inspiration from the War of the Roses, the, the historical battle between yep, the Lancasters yep, 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 yep. and the Yorks. And what Tyrion is, is he's clearly a Richard III analogy. And that he is hated by the populace, and I assume in the end of the books, hated by history, but for people who are actually in the know, is actually one of the only good guys who actually does mm-hmm. care about the common people, even though they hate him, um, despite being uh, oh, uh, despite being hated for things that are outside, in which is, outside of his control. Which is shown when he's hand of the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can't stand him, even though he's doing everything he can. And I always feel that like he's kind of in for like this tragic ending where he has to either be banished or killed, and he's remembered as this monster, the imp, even though he's the only person who's like held power, yep. who's really cared which about people a, and exercised. It which well. would be a good close to his arc if he made peace with being called the imp, because he never no like he says he doesn't mind. He minds. I mean, honestly, what might happen is that he may just, like, slink off into exile when he finds his secret wife, and that might be the only, well, one of the only... Well, Taisha was killed, wasn't she? No, she wasn't killed. He's trying to find her in the books. Taisha's still alive. Oh, yeah, because he's in Essos, and he thinks she's around there somewhere. Yeah, he's trying to find his wife. Mm -hmm. But like like, like what I said is, like, I don't think he's... I think his arc shouldn't end in Westeros. I don't I think, think his arc should end with him in power. I think him being sense. Hand of the King doesn't make... Yeah, exactly. He it, just he just spoke out against the Queen. Yeah. He was accused of killing the uh, killing the previous one of the previous kings. Granted, like, that probably is one of the few things that could have made him popular because people hated Joffrey. But yeah. that doesn't that doesn't work 99.99% of the time. If no. you poison a previous monarch whether or not it's true, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. That's just the world... Because it's, again, medieval setting. Oh, it's, yeah. It's not... It's not a situation where you're innocent until proven guilty. No. No. And he can't prove himself innocent. Right. And then there's also... Yeah. And, like, and the... Although I've never been a big fan of, like, the whole Jamie Redemption thing in either the books or the or the show, they also just threw away all that development. Yeah. Yep. And that was shit. I I think his redemption isn't a hard redemption. Mm. I think it's enough. I think the redemption is more than anything is not him necessarily becoming a good person, but him learning that 
what he's done in the course of the show, not necessarily prior to the show, has been wrong. Mm-hmm. For instance, pushing Bran out the window. Mm-hmm. For instance, backing up Cersei when she's gone off her rocker. Yeah. Like, there comes a point where someone who has done wrong things still admits that they've done wrong and are still probably not the best person but they realize which side is right. Yeah. Right. When they begin to turn towards right action and there's a question of like whether of like when forgiveness or redemption comes in but like and Jamie turned back away from like the path of right action to be with his sister lover which was even which was almost as harsh a turn as Danny's heel turn. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I would agree. Yeah, I, I thought that was even more harsh, to be honest. That, that, yeah, that was that the, made that no was the harshest. Because did he had he had moments with Brienne, didn't he? I don't know how much of it was explicit, but he had sex with her. Yeah, <laughs> he had sex with her, and then he dumped her. It broke like, her heart. That's actually one of the points of that is, are made about uh, Jamie is that he, Cersei is his only ever lover, whereas Cersei has had Lancel. Osmond Kettle Black and Moon Boy for all we know. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag Moon Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh. Like that's one of the things that breaks their relationship and opens his eyes. Mm-hmm. That in the Septa Baylor fucking over Joffrey's yep. corpse. Um, in the game of Game of Thrones, you either win or you die. There's no middle ground except between Cersei's legs. So guys, we want to talk about the winner of the game. The one with the best story. Yes. <laughs> We've got Sansa still too. Don't forget. Oh, sh- okay. Let's do yeah, Sansa. Let's do Sansa, who goes Red. from Red. the like straight up worst Stark, especially in the books. Like in the books, she is very much at the beginning the worst of the Starks. And but she changes. Right. That's the important thing is that she does grow. She has. In my opinion, a very good arc, both yep, in the agree. books and the stories. I would agree with that. Yep. Stories? Both in the books and the, the stories. Series. Yep. Shows. Books and the series. Yep. Uh, because she goes through, and I've said this, I said this earlier, I think, that she goes through the most hardship of just about any character, at least as far as hardship we see on screen. Right. Yeah. Because we don't see a lot of Tyrion's uh, abuse by yep. his father. We don't see a lot of the day-to-day stuff with Arya. We don't see much of John being ostracized for his bastardy. Yep. General, basically, what we see of John is he has a very loving father, quote unquote, who sends him to the wall where he finds a second family. Yeah. Right. For all intents and purposes. Yeah. And bear in mind, sending people to the wall is an accepted practice. Right. And like, he volunteered to go to the wall. He right. wasn't banished to the wall. His family actually were like, hey, take more time maybe have some sexual experience. Yeah, he wanted... And they're like, no, I refuse sexual experience. He wanted I'm in this situation. He wanted to go with Uncle Benjen, and his arm was twisted a little bit because Benjen hinted that he knew who his parents were. Yep. Who his mother was, rather. And granted, that's a very normal thing for a 14-year-old boy to do. And to want to know. Yeah. But um, the thing with Sansa is that she spends... And she's a point-of-view character in the books, which makes her a lot more sympathetic. Right. Uh... She gets passed around like a piece of meat. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then she gets blamed for shit that she she doesn't even know what's going on. Yeah, she loses her dire wolf because she can't stand up for herself. Yep. 
the the fact of the matter is 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 that like I do think that in terms of like all the Stark Sansa's character did have like her arc did make the most sense per se. She went from being a, a brat. Bat. No, a brat. Oh, First yeah. she was a brat. Then she went to a victim. Mm-hmm. Then she became stronger. Then she became queen of the north. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying, and this was said too, that her sexual assaults were good because they made her stronger. That was said. That was said in the show, and that was bullshit. That yes. is such that bullshit. That was such bullshit that she was like, she'd be like, oh. If, uh, if those bad things hadn't happened to me, I wouldn't have had the superpower. I'm sorry. Political acumen is not an STD. No. It is fucking not. And that and, is... It well, actually and, was really gross books. for them to say that. Yes, it was awful. It was yeah. awful. They, the point that I'm trying to make, and maybe... I, I hope I'm making it no, as no, eloquently as I hope. I'm mad at them, yeah. not at you. You're making is, a good point. Is that she has an arc. She goes yeah. from brat to victim to victor. Yeah. Right. And and in the books, at least, I'm not... I. It's been a while, so I don't remember how the series made and it it's feel. Fra- and it's framed for us to give her sympathy and almost immediately because Joffrey, the little shit that he is, shows her papa's head on a pike. Yeah. Yes. Um, but but in, at least in the books, I, like I said, I forget how this how the series dealt with this because it was, God, ages ago. But it doesn't really work in the series because she's older in the series. Um, the, her turning point in the books, in my mind, is really when she has her first period yep and becomes and she realizes oh shit i'm now super vulnerable because any one of these assholes could now claim me and have me start pumping out airs yep in the books that's very much like it's a really like like dramatic like oh shit real moment and i i honestly can't remember how the series dealt with it but I remember. Well, they deal with it. I remember. That. I, I remember they deal with it. They, they deal like, it by, with, but with Tyrion being like uh, a good dude. Quick yeah. correction, uh, Barry, you were right. Bran was seven. Arya is older than Bran. Yes, Bran. I was. Older. I was incorrect when I uh, said that Bran was eleven. It's actually Sansa who's eleven. Mm. Yeah, which which makes it weird in the series because she's like she starts thirteen in the series. Again, here yeah. we are wondering how many years has it been? Right. <laughs> right. It's 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 weird. Um, but that—that's really her turning. Because she's that, clearly a woman. Oh yeah. Before that, and it's like, wait, really? You just—and I don't just mean you know she's had her blood. I mean like this is an adult character. Yeah, very much so. Um, but in the books, they make a much bigger deal of like yes. she realizes that. And no, she no, go, no. Again, the she goes through actual gone. freaking psychological hardship. Oh At, yeah. You know, like it, it's a much. It, it, the books have it as a much better journey. The, yeah. the one thing that frustrates me... And this All is, the characters this is do, but a, hers yeah. is very... Hers is very different in the books. Although yes. the books, is, it hasn't finished. The one thing that was did frustrate me about the Sansa thing is not that Sansa's arc, which I think was fine and good in and of itself and in a vacuum... Also in the show, she gets it worse because she replaces a yes. different character at a certain point. But yes. what yes. did yeah. frustrate me a little bit more was the way they made the Danny heel turn and contrast it with Sansa did frustrate me and basically like... San, like basically, but Vera, making... Sansa's pretty, so therefore she's a threat. Well, but not only that, it's like that Sansa's how, how whole deal. Face bomb here. What, like, di... <laughs> they basically made Danny this like scary person who wants to break tradition and that's going to kill lots of people, and so she's the bad female ruler and the good female ruler who basically doesn't challenge any existing structures and actually like 
once we get to the branch where it preserves an existing structure, which people have said is bad, which is hereditary rulership, but for her own people, mm-hmm. she's the good person. And, like, again, within the individual structure, that's fine. It's more just me being kind of pissed off of the showrunners to be basically be like, the good feminist symbol is the one who works within power structures and keeps them preserved, and the bad feminist symbol is the one who, like, actually tries to, like, change thing and break the wheel. Having said that, I think that she does break it a little bit. The fact that she ended, uh, she makes the North independent. The fact that the wildlings are going to be living in her backyard. Yeah. The fact that I think more than anybody else that is of Stark lineage, she would make a better monarch in the North. Mm-hmm. She's a good monarch. She's because Arya, no, no, no experience. No, no experience. She's Dan Carradine. She's a wandering yeah. samurai. <laughs> well, but, but she's also now tied into all the faceless. John stuff. just did a crackerjack job being the Lord Commander of the Night's Watch, yeah. and Bran is. We'll get to Bran. We'll get to Bran. I think we can um, get to Bran oh, right and, now. But like all the rest are dead. She's been around all this political and learned yeah. so yeah. much. Is she smarter than it seems like everybody else is? She got thrown into a den of to- wolves. Told Danny not survived. to do stupid shit, and Danny said, "I'm gonna, go I'm gonna do, do stupid shit." <laughs> Hold my Cosmo. I'm gonna do stupid shit. But then we're left. With Bran. Yeah. Yes. The we're la- left with Bran. The last Stark that we haven't talked about. Yep. King Warg, the three-eyed raven, the the other part of bastards, cripples, and broken things. Yep. Bastards, John, cripples, Tyrion. Uh, no, cripples, Bran, and broken things, Tyrion. Yep. Actually, that could be different. Either way. But. What a great to story. Be, <laughs> to be fair, though, are you really going to argue with someone who can mind control a dragon? Oh, you mean, <laughs> you mean the dragon that didn't even protect the fucking... Right. Oh, but Bran was warding inside of Drogon, and he protected Jon. Mm, not really, guys. I mean, Maybe I in do, the books I, that'll happen. I do, like the conspir- I, I do like the conspiracy theory yes. that Bran warged inside Drogon yes. and caused the whole, like, firestorm. Yes. I don't think that that actually happened, <laughs> but it would have been a fun little yeah. note... Yeah, basically have a flashback show Ex- that happened. Except Dan- Danny says about 14 times, Dracarys. Yeah. No, no, it's not. <laughs> but it would be cool if they just, again, re- rejigger the episode that happened, and then to just get really cheesy, Have the, once you see that that whole, like, you know... But but even then, why would he do that? Oh, no, no, it what? doesn't make sense. I just wanted to, like, no, see the cheesy fantasy thing, right up which there, would be, yeah. at the very end, Brad just with staring at the camera and smiles, like... When you play the Game of Thrones, you wither, you die. That, that's that's, <laughs> that's right up there with that's up there with the best theory. <laughs> that's up there with Dario Naharis being Benjamin Stark. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Benjamin Stark is Dario Naharis. <laughs> that's like, an actual thing. That's an actual that's theory. An actual theory. Benjamin yep. Stark is Dario Naharis. <laughs> like it's it's covered in tinfoil, but it's an actual thing on uh, the subreddit. It's a favorite. Why don't we? Why don't you guys talk about the actual stuff with right. with with, the, with Brad? So he didn't warg into Drogon. So he didn't do anything. anything. Well, because let's see, at the Battle Again, of Winterfell, I know the story. Tons of build up. Tons of build up, and then it fizzles. Yeah. Well, so so at the Battle of Winterfell, hey, we've got this person who can mind control and see through the eyes of multiple birds at once. Let's put him in the Kingswood where he won't do anyone any good. Rather than having him at the epicenter of all of our intelligence gathering, so we can actually have a bird's eye view of the battlefield and have 
real-time information and battlefield intelligence. Not, not to mention <gasps> that his power, lore-wise, is so, so much stronger. Is um, Actually, I was going to say... Uh, substantially weaker yes. below yeah. a certain point on Westeros because yes. there are no wirewoods. Because there are no wirewoods. Mm-hmm. Um, right, having so said that, let's put him in the King's Landing, Landing, which is in the south. Uh, my other big... <laughs> With no wirewoods. Yeah. My other my other big hope for the series... Because they blew up the Sept of Baylor! My other big hope for the series was that the series would end with Bran waking up and he's still in the bed in Winterfell after being pushed out of the tower... And Ned Stark is still there, and everything is fine. I They're like no, nope, got some things nope, to tell you. Sean Bean was alive the whole time. You I, thought we killed him off in the first season. Now, I don't know with how much irony you're you're treating that. I actually, uh, somewhere around episode five, said that like yeah. completely sincerely. Well, c- the c- only way that they can save this, this bullshit is if it was all a dream. Right, and I hate that trope. Yeah. It's a oh, dumb no. show. It's, it's a super dumb show. But, like, that but, was after Danny's heel turn, and I was like, no. No, 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 no. no. But, but... No, but, no. But this is really... all a story that old man told him that he juxtaposed and just put no. smash. Now, the, the, the really cool thing they could have done with that, though, is if it had all been a dream, and then revealed that, no, Bran is one of the seers. Yep. And now they've got this, this sort of timeline of, this is the shit that will go wrong. Now fix it. Prevent yeah, it from but, happening. That, but that that uh, presupposes that they listen to the seers, right. which they which they fucking don't. don't. Well, here's another. and that we have more series afterwards, yeah. So, yeah. Here, which we don't. Which we don't. Here, here's the thing that I think that is pretty uh, nasty about the the whole brand situation was that I feel once again this all would have made a lot more sense if they developed him as a character post Free Eyed Raven. Mm-hmm. They literally just had him like wheel in, say some stuff. And, like, basically say, like, I feel nothing. But, honestly, that's not fucking good enough. Especially no. someone who's going to, like, then choose to assume the mantle of kingship. What they really should have done, what I think we're going to get in the books, is just explore no. where Bran ends, where the Thread Raven begins, where his sense of duty to that is, and where and the sense of duty not is to mention, Stark. Not to mention, he doesn't have the disposition of a king, just like you said. Mm-hmm. And the only character that's kind of left that kind of has it is Jon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I don't think he should be king, but he's the one who has the disposition for it. He's got the and disposition he says, for it. He's got the battlefield. No, he's got yeah. like he, he's got the experience. But as soon as it's even considered, he goes, "I don't want it." Yeah. Um, don't even talk about we, like he could have just married Daenerys, and the fat the little hoops they had to jump through is like, oh, his wife would control him again, sexist, 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 or or oh, this wouldn't work. It's just like. Or, I, I don't know if I want... I didn't want Danny Queen after the heel turn. Yeah. No. Bullshit or not. But Bullshit like, or not, but... But, like, pre-heel turn, they were like, don't marry her. Yeah. That will But him John, John was the character who was in the position to be the most even-handed. Mm-hmm. Because yes. he'd been on right. more sides than anybody else. Especially considering we lost Rob. Yes. yes. He'd um, been on the Wildling side. He'd been, he'd been on the Stark side. side. He'd, he'd been, been on Danny's. He'd been on Danny's side. He'd been on the wall. He'd been... He'd yeah. seen uh, through his through Catelyn how uh, rule by birth works. Mm-hmm. How you know maybe maybe it's bullshit, mm-hmm. but he knows it. Right. He's experienced it. That's what I mean by he has the disposition. Now, granted, 
I don't think he should be. Just based on the events, mm-hmm. he shouldn't be. But if, like, uh, him killing Danny, I mean. Right. But Can we can we also just take a quick moment and appreciate mm-hmm. that Jamie, Jamie's King Slayer instincts were so good, he tried to kill the king in the first season. It was excellent. Yeah, that is a good <laughs> now, now, Bran sitting the Iron Throne in and of itself, I don't think, is a bad ending. No. It's not, but I feel that the way to make he's, it work... He's the first POV character in the series. Mm-hmm. Yes, no. that's why And there I are far that. worse possible bad ends. And I think that what's... I w- why I would have... But again, I just think that they should have set it up a little more and that, like, I w- we don't know... Post 3 Raven, we don't know what Bran is, and I feel that would have been really cool mm-hmm. to just explore, like, yeah, it's, what is Bran and Stark now? What is Thread Raven? When does this end? When does this begin? And he's, What is his agenda? He's essentially, when he comes back, and I hate to say this because it sounds awful, he's a piece of furniture. Yeah. No, yeah, there's he, nothing he's there. No development. Yeah, because it's, no it focuses on Danny, John, Cersei, and Tyrion. And, essentially. And they just let him be off to the side and, like, I mean, that meme of, like, a didn't do any work in the class project got an A. Yeah. That's not how it should have been. They yeah. should have been used it's, it's not even. You... It's not even didn't do any work on the class project. It's didn't show up to any of the class project meetings. meetings. <laughs> didn't show up to class. Not even sure if exist. Yeah. <laughs> Dropped acid every single day of class is hailed as a hero they, at the end listen, of the semester. Listen, they just guys, be... I can see what a raven sees. <laughs> may may just be a typo on the class registry. <laughs> there is another element too, which is that the reason why you know we've all talked about like Tyrion have that the ridiculousness of Tyrion's speech that, that people take him seriously after he's been a fuck up, and the, it, and when he was freaking hand of the king and yeah. pissed everybody off, and then yeah. also him being like, oh, you know, Bran the Broken has the best story. It's just like the thing is, is is that. The, but with all that being said, with like the only thing that's best about it is that he hasn't done anything morally objectionable. Yeah, right. And again, yeah. I feel like they could have set up. But the other thing is that like one, the but the big argument from that speech, the crux of it is is that hereditary rule is bad. That we this whole system of like finding a family and then sticking with them leads to disaster. So why don't we then just go forward and make sure that like. We select a king, the best person to be king, if after each king dies, and that's actually pretty cool. And then it's undermined by the whole idea of like, oh, but then we'll let the North be independent. Because then, if you really think that hereditary rule is bad, why are you letting it persist in the Seven Kingdoms? Mm-hmm. Why, like, you know, it's like it's, and it wasn't, and you could to, ma- to yeah. be fair, nobody else has fucking left. Yeah. There the Tyrells are gone. The Martells are gone. A lot of the families are fucking the Bara- gone. The Baratheons are essentially gone. But There's again, Gendry. The whole argument for Bran, though, is you want them to be gone, so why are you letting right. the Starks keep their right. fucking fiefdom? Well, no, I mean, that's what I mean. You can't. Yes. They're keeping their fiefdom because they're literally all that's <laughs> left. I guess that's fair. Um, and she says, like, I just want to be independent. We're not yeah. being a part of this whole other, other but, shit. But then so. people... But then, I don't know. It's like... I. I guess I, I get that to a degree, but it's still it's it's just like it it, it takes it, it, it takes the, yeah. the, the the heart out of it. Yeah, it, it takes it, like elegance hard, out of it. It's that hard, it's hard like, to argue. Yeah. It's hard to argue with a family when that family has the only surviving army what, at their beck and call. What what Gundam is it where uh, the the war finally reaches such a devastating climax oh, that they God. start letting uh, the, colonies declare independence? Oh God. 
just just the phrase "What Gundam is it?" is already is such a can of worms. <laughs> I think it's Gundam, where the because it's it's usually colonies versus Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, specifically Zeon yeah. versus Earth. But I seem to remember there being a Gundam series where they let they said if you want to be independent, you can. You can. I don't think it was Wing. Don't think it was Unicorn. Um, might have been Unicorn because of the Laplace's box, but actually, it doesn't yeah, matter. It might have been Unicorn. It doesn't matter. I don't matter really remember Unicorn at all. But I loved Unicorn. But um, it's been so long since I've watched any. Gundam part movies. of it was the music. Uh, if Sansa can declare independence, then theoretically, so can the other kingdoms. Mm-hmm. Right? I hope. That is what's implied. Right. Is because it? the meme is Sansa declares independent independence and everybody else looks in Brands and goes, wait, we could do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah so the, the hope is that it turns from one west, from a single Westeros into a bunch of smaller right. countries. But which again, is the way it the, used to be before but, the Targaryens, which is a good way no, yeah, of that, turning the page. But that's but that's also a different ending though. That's like that's not saying like why don't we not have a king? That's one way they could do it. But this was like Let's just right. have a king, mm-hmm. and then but the, and then he was going to be one good king who will produce no heirs, but who will rule wisely, right. and then yeah. <laughs> I guess a I guess a northern man don't need him around anyhow. But um, <laughs> but like even even when you look at the small council, Bronn is on the small council. He's high garden. You okay? You okay? There were dishes being washed in the other room. Yeah. I thought but, someone got cut. Yeah. They did not. But there's there's Bronn at Highgarden. He's on the small council. There's Tyrion's the Hand of the King. He's Cast- Casterly Rock. There's nobody at Harrenhal because that place sucks. Yeah. The only... Edmir Tully is, is back in heading the fish place. Yeah. The Riverlands. But, but like, in general... Robin Aaron. Right, our, the but, Seven Kingdoms are weak as shit. They are weak as shit, and they're tied to the 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 king. Yep. So the big question: whether is, they want to be or not, the right. Starks really aren't, because the, the, they already have the king. They don't give a shit. Independent. The the, <laughs> the big question is: is this the start of the Westeros Magna Carta, or not? Really I think that's I think that's too easy, but then again, as I was saying earlier, they Westernized. This show at the end. Yeah, they said manifest destiny. Yeah, and like, because we don't know what happened back in Essos. We have no yeah. idea. We don't care anymore. What happened to all the Dothraki left on the other side of the ocean? How about the Nobody Iron cares. Bank? Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> it was Game of Thrones deserved better than what it was given. Yep. Yeah. It's not the and again, I think just to reiterate the beginning portion of it, just I agree with Pat. It's not where it ended, it's how it ended. It's how it ended, yeah. It's like all of these plot points could have worked if there was more time taken and more care. This was something that deserved to be crafted into a level where like this is going to be the best season of the show, as opposed to rushing it where this is the worst rated by both critics and audiences. Because you can it's absolutely you can absolutely fulfill your prophecies without uh, jumping straight to the end of said prophecies. Okay, so let's talk <laughs> Valon Carr. Really quick. This is just something that's been posited. Bran strangles Cersei to death using his warg powers. He wargs into somebody that strangles her. 
I've Ooh. always thought about. I, I've always taken my ex's view with it, which is that it would be Arya who strangles yeah. Cersei wearing which Jamie's is another face. which is another story arc that doesn't get any friggin' any traction at all. Like she wants to assassinate the shit out of Cersei, and she's like, "Oh, let's just wait over there." Yep. Murder Dad told me to stand down. I'm gonna stand down because of Murder Dad, which was really sweet in terms of an emotional level, but from a narrative level. Yeah. But it's yeah. also completely out of character. For also him. that, yes. <sighs> Any other thoughts, guys? I think well, if we, if we make it ten years from now, and we look back at this series, I think it's going to be, and I really hate to say this, I think it's largely going to be forgotten. Yeah. It's, it's going to be another Lost. Because I, this happened with Dexter. Yep. You had great TV for a few seasons. Some of the best TV that I've ever seen. Yeah. And then it kind of started coming loose. And then at the end, you just, have just them survive a hurricane in a little tiny boat and become a lumberjack. I mean, I don't think it's going to necessarily be Dexter. Um, just because, again, you have sex up to... Up to through season six, it's very much worth watching, and it didn't. This this it, the it didn't totally go off the rails. The, so, the, rails the difference much. being, Dexter was on Showtime versus HBO, right. where HBO has all of the bucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Compared to Showtime, I don't even know if Showtime still exists. It does. Just not in the same iteration, I don't think. Yeah, like. I think I think it's I don't think it's going to be forgotten. But what I am curious to see is if George ever finishes the books, I am curious what kind of brotherhood fix happens, like whether there is going to be a brotherhood fix or whether we're just going to have to wait twenty years and then they're going to do Game of Thrones again. I I don't think there's going to be a brotherhood fix, and I say that very mm-hmm. very uh, assuredly. And the reason I say that is because we've had these actors and actresses for ten years. Yeah. It's not like anime where it's a voice. Right. Here's my posit, though. I think there is a chance that, like, well, there's two things. One, like, 10, 15, 20, 30 years at what point someone, if the books turn out to be great, which I hope they are when they finish, they, like, make it again to make all the money, etc. That's one. Or two, if, let's say, George pumps it out in five years and everybody has the time and money on their hands, they could just, like, yeah. animate season seven and, and eight Sophie <laughs> Turner well, well, is now Catelyn Stark well, well, no I mean like well, with the voice be, actors you could do that well, well and, and to be fair we're at the point now where Lord of the Rings has had a amazing movie adaptation and now it's being remade like it's gonna into be, a TV series but it's not going to be the Lord of the Rings it's going to be in the same right. universe but there's still like we're already at that point with Lord of the Rings. My point I can't I can totally see the reverse happening with Game of Thrones. My my point being that I think certain IPs have a look to them mm-hmm. that can't be changed unless you do something drastic. Berserk! <laughs> the the first the first thought that came to my mind when we were talking about doing a remake I was trying to think of things that are much older that haven't really had a remake. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that comes to mind is The Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. You have The Wiz, which is a different take on it, completely. Yep. It's not like, what if this or what if that. It's literally, it's a different show. Yep, you've got Oz. Yep. And um, then you've got Wicked, yep. which is not The Wizard of Oz. No. And then there was that miniseries show. 
That I don't know. About. I think that was just the Wizard of Oz, just on live. Yeah, I think that's all. No, it was. The, the, no, no. There, there was also a, was one where it was like uh, kind of it like steampunky type. It thing. was steampunky. Uh, it was set in the future, like Dorothy was grown up and coming back. But the bones are the same. Right. Mm. It's like when they did that that uh, modern day Romeo and Juliet that was abysmal. Like 20 years ago. The one with Leo with, DiCaprio? With, yes. Yeah. That wasn't abysmal. I enjoyed it. It was hilarious when he said, draw your swords, and he pulled out a gun, and it literally said sword. Yeah. That was the enjoyment I got out of that movie, and nothing further. <laughs> All are responsible! <laughs> do you bite your thumb at me, sir? I do bite my thumb, sir, but not at you! I enjoyed that, but yeah. I didn't like Moulin Rouge, though, so... Yeah, but it's not, like... I'm not a Baz Luhrmann stan. The, the remake culture just doesn't work sometimes. No. And I think Game of Thrones is one of those things that got too big <laughs> to be remade within 10 years. Yes. I'm not saying yeah. 10 years. Maybe, I don't... well, how long has it been since we won't Game see... of Thrones? Well, I don't uh, think we'll Lord see a remake. No, no, but how long has it been since Lord of the Rings? Uh, 20 it was years. like early 2000s, so it's been about 20 years. Almost yeah. 20 years. But, but there's a difference a between a movie... There is a difference between a movie and a and TV, a TV show. And a TV show in the same universe. And yeah. Game of Thrones does not work as a movie. No, you there's have to, too much. Too no. much. But yeah, no. Um, I love this. The I love this, and I want the Prince of <laughs> Promise, aka George R. Uh, George R. R. Martin, G. R. M. Germ, to come out of New Mexico holding two books aloft in his yeah. beautiful hands. We we forgot. And then I something. want to kiss him. We forgot something that was very important because the cinematography of the final episode told us it was important. Yeah. The horse. Yep. Oh. <laughs> the horse. She literally rides off in a pill horse and kills no one. Yep. What the fuck was the and horse? And then shows up in the city again without the horse in the next episode. Hey, did, did she like... I just thought that horse was amazing, and if I gave it a lick, was, it would was, taste just like raisins. Was was Bran warped into the horse? What happened? I think I think after the Three-Eyed Raven thing, we can just assume that any animal we see on screen is currently being warped by, by Bran. Oh yeah, that's that's the best way to watch the series because oh, yeah. at this point, like you know, watching seasons one through seven, that literally nothing matters. Yeah. So you just be like, "It's Bran. That's Bran." <laughs> oh hey guys, Bran, look, Bran's Bran, in this scene. Bran, Bran. <laughs> he has the best that, story. He's everywhere. Yeah. That random chicken walking across the street—that's totally Bran. <laughs> we've uh, we've transgressed the uh, the realm of reality into uh, absurdium. Yep. So. I think it's time. I think it's time we take this train wreck and put it down. Just like D and D put down Game of Thrones. No, yeah. they, that wasn't a train wreck. They made it a train wreck. Well, no, they. I'm not saying that it was a. They. I'm just saying they put it down. They, yeah, they put it. They, they shot they, it. They, in they the gave head. it the old Yeller treatment. No, nothing no, no. was when nothing was wrong with old Yeller. No, it was the fucking. Uh, of mice and men treatment. Oh, oh. even worse. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's actually, that is, the that saddest is. book. John Steinbeck knows how to. Crush Were there gonna my be heart. bunnies? Yes, George, there's gonna be bunnies. Shunk, shunk, shunk. It was a luger. <laughs> don't you, don't you mess with his head cannon. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just hear, I, I hear take, take something out back. What immediately comes to mind is always. Just load up the old double barrel shotgun. Because <laughs> that's all you need. Oh. All, right. all right, Dad. Tristan. Have you said anything for like the past <laughs> 40 minutes? <laughs> I was asked a question once. I answered it. It's true. 
Um, Tristan. Dan the brand of the series. <laughs> Don't say that. That's just mean. <laughs> Why do you think I came all this way? <laughs> How come you got no legs, Lieutenant Dan? Uh, Tristan, anything you want to promote? Ever said. Uh, Barra. No. Any, anything you would like to promote? Read the Daily Hampshire Gazette and awesome. the happy and also yes, depressing stories that I write. Um, yeah. Uh, Those are my favorite support, kind. Uh, yeah. support local journalism. Subscribe to your newspaper. We are literally the... We are the... You're the what, last bastion. No, no. We, what, what is that now? We are the shields that guard the realms of men. <laughs> Patrick. Uh, it, it was a pleasure being back. Uh, thanks for having me. It was a pleasure having you. It was oh, yeah. To, yeah, no. Like a, gotta it was get beautiful. The guard. We gotta get the band back together. I can no longer speak. I can, can feel the rasp incoming. <laughs> yes. The band? <laughs> the band? The band! The band! Well, you can uh, find us on spoilermedia.net. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, even Spotify now, which is real, yep. real dope. Uh, we may have these videos up at some point on the YouTube channel for maybe let's well, not even let's, let's not even let's promise not that. let's yeah, uh, yeah step away from that let's, one let's pretend that never you, happened because uh, no. <laughs> the the amount of uh, the amount of demonetization yeah. that one video can receive is only a certain amount but I mean honestly with what we're not using the YouTube channel for is it really not worth it to take the risk. Copyright struck. Copyright <laughs> struck. <laughs> Copyright struck. <laughs> Until next time. You can home. take my monetization, but you can never take my free channel destroyed.